0: Welcome, everybody, to CSCR, Chicago Sports, Crunch Radio. This is the show that brings to you the highlights of the sports world and industry, from Major League Baseball to the NBA, NFL, EPL, and so much more. CSCR is here to focus on local sports in the Windy City, from the Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Cubs, and White Sox. We're here to talk sports. the true fans of Chicago. We are live here from Studio One at WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network. This is CSCR, Chicago Sports Crunch Radio. And Welcome everybody, Chicago, Chicago Sports Crunch Radio, it is May 16th, 2014, on this cold, snowy day, it's May and it's snowing, this is nuts, Bears talk today, we're going to be talking about Bears all day, going over the draft picks, making sure we're, uh, following through on, on on what these draft picks are about, what it's going to look like on our depth charts, how is our depth charts going to look right before camp starts. They announced camp dates as well. And then we're going to go over top five, by respected position, offensive NFL players of all time. Today, the Chicago Tree Party is all beside me. Mush Jackman and Sammy the Bull here with me. Chicago Tree Party on WCSN. Mush.
1: Hey, guys. I'm glad to be here. this is an exciting show. Exciting uh, Bears show.
0: It, it's going to be a, a long one, too, I have a feeling, because we're going to have a lot to talk about. Uh, Sammy. Hey, what's up, guys? Happy to be here. Can't wait to get it on. So we're going to go over Bears draft picks. Uh, I, I was actually... Uh, Pretty ecstatic about draft day. I think NFL draft day is one of my favorite days of the year. We're going to go over the draft picks, uh, the guys we picked, or at least the Bears picked. We didn't pick them. Uh, then we're going to go over uh, the roster and look at the depth charts in the roster to see what these guys did and I want to also talk about the other guys that they picked up after the draft that were undrafted and they signed them as well too and then we're going to go over the top offensive top five offensive players by position of all time uh which uh, was really interesting I like digging deep into these things so we can uh, look at who the best were of all time and look at some of these numbers and stuff so um I, I guess let's start with dra- dra- with grading the draft. I guess Sammy, what like what do you th- if you have to give them a grade? What did you give the Bears?
2: Right now, I would give them a B plus. But as everyone knows, um, it takes two to three years to really see how the draft panned out. Yeah, I mean I, I'm about the same. I'm giving them about a B B minus. And the only reason
0: I'm giving him the minus, if I have to give him the minus, is uh, strictly just because I, I felt that we could have probably used a little bit more corner help. But it, it just looks like after the draft that Emory was going after uh, making the front line strong. So, I mean, I totally get what he's doing, and that's why I'm not really super upset. But uh, what do you think, Jackman?
1: Yeah, I also give him a B. I think the Bears addressed uh, the problems they had in defense, was picking up uh, defensive tackles and picking up uh, cornerback and safeties. I mean, they were uh, worse in the league last year in run defense, so...
0: Yeah, so basically, uh, the good news is that every single 2014 draft uh, prospect was signed, and they are already signed. All of them, and I think Fuller, too, if you can correct me on this one, four years, Correct.
2: Yeah, that's correct.
0: All right, so all of them are signed, so we've got them all signed, sealed, and delivered for four years, which is, is pretty solid, and I'm excited, actually, for a couple of these guys. But uh, I guess we can start with Kyle Fuller at corner. So um, what was your take on Fuller once they picked him, Sammy? You,
2: my initial thought on it was... I Especially
0: wanted... with Haha ha Dixon, these guys available.
2: Yeah, my initial thought was I wasn't really happy with it. I wanted Calvin Pryor to get the job. And the reason was, so, I so you
0: wanted Pryor over Dix if uh, they were going to go corner. Yeah,
2: Pryor was more physical, and I wanted a physical safety on the Bears. Historically, the Chicago Bears we haven't really had a lot of great uh, free safeties. I mean, so I mean, this guy was still on the board; he was available, and that was a little bit of a disappointment disappointment for me initially. Yeah,
0: and and Fuller was a shock because I know some people had him actually some analysts and again these are just guys that have opinions so some analysts had him as high as seventh in the first round some didn't even have him going until like the late second round so when I saw him I was like okay that's pretty solid I was a little bit concerned about corner and why we went with a corner uh, in the first instead of going with haha or prior but um, listening to Emery and this as you get older you start watching a different aspect of sport and part of that is how do you run a business and how do you save money and phil emery said this and he's spot on with this if you can draft a corner and he can be very successful the average per rate that corners are actually getting signed for, and he threw out contracts like Sherman from Seattle and all these guys, are way more expensive than safeties. So for him to grab a quality corner right now and sign them for four years, they're going to save money in the long term if he's successful than if they would have went. They, they can sign a safety. He said on average, I think safeties are getting three to six million dollars on the market right now. Whereas corners are getting eight to like 12 sometimes if they're quality. And one of his decisions, he said, what, it was talent-wise he felt that Fuller was the most talented, but it also was a business decision that they went with Fuller as well, too.
2: Wow. I mean... uh that Emery, he's just he just looks better and better every day yeah he's very smart business wise after he said that i was just like wow
0: dude that's brilliant and if fuller works out you're saving the bears so much more money to go out for free agent and sign all these other guys now yeah it's safe to say angelo
2: didn't think this way yeah it's sad but
1: no no, yeah i I like uh, Emery's aggressiveness uh going after players and you know a cornerback he's an important position. When you got a great corner, you got a shutdown corner like Dion and uh like Revis Island, you know, they're Revis, well,
0: especially nowadays cuz they're going three wide outs.
1: Right. So, you know, he can, you know, a shutdown corner they can uh, guard one guy on by themselves. We don't know how good Fuller's going to be. I hope he's going to be one of those. You know, uh, his college uh, pedigree's good so yeah. it's an important position i think it's a little bit more valuable than a safety even though safety is important too for the bears
0: yeah because right, right now i think what, what they're looking at too is that a lot of offenses are going with with the three wide outs so you need a nickel corner and our nickel corners our third corner i mean who was it hayden it was and,
2: Frey. it was Frey Frey, Isaiah or, Frey was our nickel nickel corner
0: hayden was out for the year i think last year right yeah. injured um I, we were actually at the camp uh jackman when he got injured remember that yeah, and he was put out for the year. Um, but uh, I, I think it's great. And another thing, I think you have to look at with Fuller is that I think Tillman's done after this year. Yeah, signed one year contract. I think after that they don't sign him.
2: It probably looks that way. So I mean,
0: bringing Fuller in is a good thing too.
2: Well, it's a it's a good move. Like like Mr. Jackman was saying earlier. In my opinion, the three most important positions in the football field, obviously number one quarterback, number two left tackle or cornerback. It, it can go either way there. So that's one thing that I really, really liked about this pick.
0: Yeah. All right. So let's dig into Fuller. So I, I, I've I've been ever since we picked him. I started looking at video and everything. And um, I mean, the guy is one. Obviously, he's his her- hereditary. He has a lot. He has two brothers in the NFL. So it runs in his family. They're great NFL players. Um, and his brothers were actually good too. Um, but he, the video I've seen. Um, g- aggressive corner he's very aggressive uh and, and he he's he's a shutdown type guy um and he's just i, I just like the way he plays and i think he's going to fit into the bear system very well very smash mouth type football player
2: yeah i agree and this is a guy that you can plug into the lineup right away yes like uh we, you can start him right off the bat i think Exact. well he's going to be the nickel corner and isaiah Frey last year who was a nickel corner played in about 48 Forty nine percent of plays, forty eight percent, forty eight point six to be exact. So he'll be on the field a lot. Plus, you got to figure this: Is Tillman going to stay healthy for the whole year?
1: Yeah, or Jennings,
2: or Jennings.
1: Yeah, both of those guys are prone to injury. I mean, Tillman didn't—you know—he got hurt a lot last year. And he's 33 years old, and that's when the injuries' father time start creeping up on you. Yeah, So, so I'm glad they got some youth in that position.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's he's a 6-foot guy. He's he's 190 pounds. He's very quick. He's he's very athletic, too, from what I've been seeing. Um, I mean, overall, I think it's solid pick. Virginia Tech, he was one of the, the leaders on the defensive side. Uh, I, I think solid pick overall, and I think we're going to be very surprised what we see out of uh, Fuller in the season.
2: Yeah, I agree. They say he doesn't really have any weaknesses. They say he's good against the run. He's a very smart football player so i'm pretty happy with the pick
0: yeah i i, I think it's uh, safe to say we needed that um and uh i think it's something that can add to the value of our defense as well so um the second guy we picked shocked me i think out of all the picks we did uh and that was ego and what did you think about ego uh, it shocked me also he's he's a third fourth rounder and when i saw him and they we could have went with a corner i think in this or, or uh, a safety in the second round and for some reason, I see Ego, and I'm like, you could have got him in the third,
2: fourth round. Yeah. You know, they say the top four safeties were all taken.
0: And that's by, why they probably decided to e- go that route. Exactly,
2: because there was a big drop-off. After the first two, there was a drop-off. And after the first four that were picked, there was a drop-off. But, I mean, this Eagle Ferguson guy, he, he, he wasn't really a sack guy. And they're drafting this guy more on potential.
0: He's, he's a rush stopper from what I've seen. Yeah. He, he plugs the middle. And when he was, and I've I've seen some use games. I mean, I, I do watch college football, and he, he you couldn't run up the middle on him. Yeah.
2: Well, here's the thing, though. This is my problem. This guy, he was a reserve player his freshman and sophomore year. He just started in his junior, junior year, year, and they said he only had one sack in college. Yeah. So for a guy to go that high to have only one sack, it's a questionable pick.
0: Yeah, I I just feel they could have went with him later on if they liked him uh, i i was a little shocked on why they went with it um if but again we needed the defensive tackle help because obviously ratliff is probably not going to be around next year either and then you're probably also looking at paella probably i don't even know if paella should be or could be a starter to continue to be so i mean going with ferguson you're, you're adding more i guess talent there where they can have a lot more competitive people to, to try to see who can take the defensive tackle position away because also the bears uh, announced today that mel tucker actually told ESPN that they're going to be doing drastic changes on the defense which i was really excited about and they actually potentially said that they will be experimenting four three and three four sets
2: oh wow uh that's nice to hear but i'm I'm just not confident in this guy mel tucker
0: yeah so I'm, I, not we'll, uh, on... I'm not for after what happened last year yeah. so i mean he's gonna have to prove himself
1: a lot this year he yeah. couldn't he couldn't change the tide Last year, it's not like they improved anything. Well, you couldn't bench
2: contact. That's all he needed to do. Well, I mean, like I said earlier, I said this on an earlier show, it's not like, for instance, the Bears, their first five games, they were the 32nd-ranked defense, and their last 11 games, you know, they were the 22nd-ranked defense. I mean, they just got worse and worse. Yeah. So that that was my main problem with them. I understand you don't have the horses, but you like to see the team get better as the year goes by, and that didn't happen.
1: Yeah, look at Tibbs. I mean, he lost... What, well, Rolls and uh, Dang, probably the second or third best player on the team. Yeah. Rolls, the first. And uh, he did what was what he had, and they still made the playoffs, even though they didn't go far. But you got to, you know, try to improve. You can't just stay the same or get worse.
0: So, Ego, I think, basically could have been a late round pick. I, I will see what happens with him. We'll see how he works out. I hope yeah. he works out. We need the defensive tackle help, and I think it'd be great. And again, um emory talking financials with why he drafted the uh, defensive tackles which also impressed me because defensive tackles request a lot of money in the market and getting two young guys if they work out you're saving a lot more money because you're signing young defensive tackles for four
1: years long term and that that could benefit us in the long run as well too yeah well he's he's <clears throat> uh you know set at the nose tackle uh, position which he plays and uh yeah you know, generally, those guys, most of them, don't get a ton of sacks. He's there to stop the run. You do need some inside pressure, though, on the quarterback. Even if you hurry quarterback, you can throw him off his game. He probably liked his size. You know, he's tall. He's got long arms. He's, he's got a great work ethic. So he probably seen some untapped potential in this guy.
0: Yeah, and then that's leading into the other pick, which is the third-round pick, uh, which I was really excited about. This guy, last year could have been a first round pick and they actually even all the analysts said it when i was watching the draft they said last year this guy's numbers was a first round pick he decided to stay in and his coaches i guess had him put weight on because they were trying to put him on a different uh scheme or something his stats dropped as well too and then he ended up being in the third round will sutton i predict starts by week three week four for us
2: you know i agree with you i'm very impressed with this guy this guy had 13 and a half sacks as a defensive tackle. You don't yeah. see that that you don't see that that often. And if you watch
0: video of him, he if if you see this guy and he drops thirty pounds, this guy's going to be a beast
2: in the middle. I agree. I'm very happy with this pick. I'm six more, foot three hundred pound. Yeah, I'm I'm more I'm more confident in him than I am with Ferguson. In, exactly,
0: and I think that he'll end up being like a jo- not Jordan Mill. Well, yeah, Jordan Mill started sixteen games for us. So, I mean, he's going to end up being like that type of character. But Will Sutton just manhandled people in the defensive tackle. He even did better uh, last year when he was almost estimated to be a first-round draft pick and because he's decided to stay. I just think what they have to focus on with him right now is he has to lose that weight. And if he loses that weight, he can get back into that, that, that first-round type of player that he would have been.
2: Yeah, he's going to be in the NFL, so he's going to have the best nutritionists around him. And they're going to have good programs for him to put on to lose, you know, good weight. So I'm very excited to see how he's going to do. Yeah, it's all about heart. If he wants it, all the resources are there for him to lose the weight properly. Yeah.
0: What did you think? I showed you some of the the highlights, uh, Jackman.
1: Yeah, I like Will Sutton. He's uh, very quick. He's very strong, you know, he's got good balance. He sheds blocks. He does like a swim move, goes on the inside of the blocker, and he's pretty quick, explosive. So I I like a guy like that, especially in the line, which horrible line Bears displayed last year. Yeah. I'm very excited about this guy too. And
0: and with that being said me and Jack and we're talking a little bit. I mean, and I I'm not saying this just because I'm a Bear fan, but if you look at the defensive line that we picked up and with these draft picks right now, we potentially, I believe have possibly the best defensive line in the NFL today. If Houston works out, and then you've got Smith on the other end, you have got Jared Allen, you've got these young guys, I mean, Ratliff and Paella, I mean, do you've got depth right now?
2: Yeah. If if uh one of these rookies can pan out and can become a stud. I agree with you.
0: I mean, it's it's like going to be like horrendous. I'm I, like it's going to be fun to watch these guys put pressure on the quarterbacks and stop the run. Finally,
1: you know, you got a good mix of uh, veterans and young and, and young guys. Yeah. And the veterans they'll teach the young guys how to improve and how to get better. And that's why I think Jared Allen was a huge pick now too, too, because this guy's a veteran who can teach these guys. Exactly, he's a mentor. He's going to be a mentor for these guys. And uh, if the young guys uh, just open their ears and uh, want to play, and a lot of, lot of lot of, it is effort, guys, even I in think life. Jared Allen's going to
0: benefit Houston, too, that yeah. we picked up from Oakland.
1: Yeah, I mean, good players, they feed off each other. You got a guy coming in, guess what? You're going to double this guy. The other guy, he's going to be open to go for the quarterback. Yeah, so, I mean,
0: defensively, obviously, that's what they went for. They wanted to get the youth there as well, too, because as a defensive tackle, we're losing Ratliff probably next year, and we don't have a lot of... Youth there, so obviously that's why Emery went with a defensive tackle, that and financially as well, too, and they're talented. But um, Fourth pick. So the fourth pick was Kadim Carey. Um, I, I didn't really know too much of this guy. I did go back and start looking at some of his video. Not too hot on the way he runs. I know people are saying he's quick, but he doesn't show it on the field. I saw he is, in my opinion, he... He's not a 100% identical of Emmitt Smith runner, but he's a guy who runs down the line all the time. And if you have enough, if this guy will succeed, on a good offensive line system, if he has great offensive lines that open up holes, he's huge on, on seeing those holes. He'll break loose, and he's a quick slasher, and that's really the benefit of him. And like we were seeing before uh, the broadcast, we actually saw some tape with Jackman. He always moves his feet, and it it reminds me of like uh, Roger Craig when he was always high kick. Yeah, Yeah. every time this guy's going through the line, high-stepped, moving like really quick, so can he be a backup I, I i don't know and i don't know if it's going to be the first year but to forte but uh, he's he's okay I, I put it this way i think he's going to be better than what we have right now at running back backup
2: yeah i mean uh this guy if you look at his numbers in college he actually has great numbers i think he has the
0: records for arizona
2: that's what he's got great numbers yeah the problem is what dropped his stock is he ran a four seven in the 40 at the yes. combine which is horrible and i also
0: heard he's a basket case a little bit because he's had a domestic against his girlfriend and they sort of said his his mentality is sort of like a street thug street thug type of guy that doesn't want help from anyone so it's, they said he's a
2: little bit uncoachable yeah you know what i've noticed recently though is that you know the nfl they take risks on these players they're looking at talent more today Whereas back in the old days, if you had some of these problems, you would really drop.
0: Yeah. Well, because they, 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 I guess
1: they try to take the chance of trying to get in the guy's head and hopefully trying to fix them if he listens. Yeah, exactly. they're going to surround them with good people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a couple of years makes a lot of difference at that age, from 19 to 21 to 22. You can change a lot as a person. And uh, I liked his running style, actually. He reminded me, not as quick so, a little bit of LT, Ladanian. He, he's yeah. north and south, and then he'll make the cut. He makes pretty quick cuts. And I like a North and He and doesn't south runner.
0: make he, he doesn't do the Barry Sanders type cuts. He did the LT type cuts. Right. It's the, like that short cut that's quick and short.
1: Right. He doesn't sit there and and stutter and waste time and get yeah. and get sacked or get tackled for a loss. He just right away goes upfield. I like that. You can't you can't waste time with the NFL. These defensive guys are so fast nowadays. It's not like before where those big guys on the lines were slow, and the running back could easily just you know take his time go around. These guys are almost as quick as the running backs now.
0: Yeah, so I, I like I like his style. Potentially, I just don't think Kerry could be a starter. I think he's just a good backup role player. Well,
1: yeah, they brought him as a backup because yeah. uh, Michael Bush
0: is gone, and uh, uh, I think well we he- got you're Ford s- now, so he's going to be competing with Ford.
1: Yeah,
2: but you- I think you're going to see him. You know, uh, I think he's going to be our backup, and I think he's going to be our go to goal line guy. Really, Bush, wow. had, Bush had that last year. Forte's yeah. a, a great running back, but he's not really a goal line guy. So I think this guy, you know, when you're at the one yard line, they're going to pound it in with this guy.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We got Jordan Lynch too, though. No, maybe. but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll see. I don't know if yeah. he's going to be a goal line type guy, though. He's a small, short kid. I mean, he's five. He's five, five nine, two hundred and seven pounds.
2: Yeah, but he's got a punishing running style. Yeah, a lot he of hits the whole compare, heart. Yeah, a lot of people comparing to comparing to Bradshaw, Matt Bradshaw, oh so my Bradshaw. Yeah, he's yeah, a but tough. Bradshaw guy.
0: probably got like fifty pounds on the guy.
2: No,
1: not that he's I'm short not, too. But you know, sometimes those guys fight. Bradshaw looks it, like Jerome Bettis. No,
2: he's not that big. Uh, uh, Jerome th- Bettis was like two ninety or something.
1: Yeah, he was like a <laughs> lineman, but uh. You know, those guys. Fi- that guy had a great career for how heavy he was. Oh, yeah, he was yeah. great. He, was, he had light feet for such a big man. Yeah. But, you know, those guys, 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, uh, remember uh, Hayward? Iron. Oh, yeah. Iron Craig a- Hayward? Ironhead Hayward. Yeah, that guy was huge. He was a great blocker. Remember when the Bears got him when he was older? Yeah. But those guys at the 5'10 height, they got they got leverage. When they go down, they get under you. And, and believe it or not, you'll be surprised. You get a 6'3 linebacker, heavier than these guys, but this guy's got momentum. He'll go under the pad, yeah. drive the linebacker back.
2: Yeah, if he I got the momentum and the speed. Yeah, I agree with Jackman. Yeah. Look at Barry Sanders, Walter Payton, these guys. They were all under 6'4. I think Barry Sanders was like 5'8. Yeah, yeah, he was really sure. Yeah. So that's a great point.
0: All right, next pick, Uh, and this was exciting when I was actually uh, watching it. They actually ended up drafting or trading to get a pick, another pick in the fourth round, so they ended up trading with the Broncos, uh, and the reason for that is because they liked the free safety and they wanted Brock Vereen, and they ended up drafting him. Um, I'm a fan of Brock Marine. Um I'm a Big Ten type of guy, so I've been watching Minnesota, uh, especially when they're playing like a eye and stuff. Uh, he Overall, I've seen him play against Michigan, Michigan State, Iowa, uh, and Illinois. He is a shut-down safety, and I really like his play.
2: Yeah. I mean, this guy's a great athlete. He was the second-fastest safety at the Combine. He's smart. So I'm very happy with this pick. I think this guy could start opening day. I really uh, do. I
0: think it's going to take a couple weeks. I think what they're going to do is they're going to put Monday just because he's had some time, and then I think after a couple of days, or you never know, they might end up throwing Monday into the strong safety, then just put Vereen in there at free safety.
2: Yeah. It seems like they're, I mean, what do you think about Connie? Do you think they're going to try to start him again?
0: I don't even want to talk about the guy. That guy shouldn't even be on the team.
2: Yeah. It just seems that, uh, you know, the Bears are kind of hesitant. to, And, and they, they have so much faith in him, and I don't know why. I think he's he's probably a real good special teamer. That's but, it. Yeah, but as far as a he starting should not safety, be yeah he
0: should not be a starting safety in any NFL team.
1: Well, hopefully he does better this year. I mean, he's had is he going to be uh, healthy for yeah, the start of season? They said he's going to be because be, he had a shoulder surgery. Yeah, he's, right? they
0: said he's going to be doing light duty when camp starts, and he should be playing full contact in the middle of camp yeah well, so Con- he'll be ready but I, I don't know I just I just I hope we see some some changes uh I just think Conte should not be out on the field I I, I just I'd rather see Mundy go into his spot and then put Vereen in there but Vereen I think is going to take some time and he might you might end up seeing him as a starter a little bit like towards the middle of the season and stuff and then he'll be your staple starter next
1: year yeah you can see a sense of uh urgency with Emery. you know he traded up for this pick yeah you know he wanted to get a a good safety because the Bears, you know, had obviously had problems with that last year. So you can see a sense of urgency in uh, Emory. Yeah, so I th- good
0: addition. So, so far, I think in the whole tile draft, I think Fuller's a good pick. I think Sutton's a great pick, and I think Vereen's a great pick so far. So you got three guys that could potentially be starters by next year in, in your system. So uh, number six, and uh, I, I saw a lot more video from this guy than anyone because I just wanted to check him out, uh, but you got David Fails, and he's from uh, San Jose State. Um, I don't know about this guy. He's got his, uh, he doesn't have that shotgun arm. He does not have distance. And his,
2: his, his throws are like, he lobs throws. I just didn't like the way he throws the ball. Yeah. They say he's a tough kid. He's a durable kid. And let's face it, he's coming into the league to be a backup. So he's a smart kid. You know, uh, Trustman has a good history with With quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Yeah. They'll probably hope hoping to develop this kid
0: yeah he just he has a great three five step the guy's great on, on off the hike of the ball so he's got a great three five step i just don't see the brett five the brett five style like gun arm he every throw he threw was like a lob and it was just like man put some power into it i mean i'll tell you one thing and i'm still a fan of this guy uh i need to find out who this guy's name was who is that kid in camp from uh wisconsin whitewater again oh uh i'm gonna look at it right now yeah. i'm trying to figure out that kid was had he number arm. two right he, he, he had an arm like yeah. brett farve he's not on here yeah well, yeah i remember him hold on i got the roster from the yeah he was Leicester. zinging it in there this guy was he number two i think so no he wasn't number two no uh matt blanchard Oh, from wisconsin okay. whitewater he got he broke his hand in camp and then i guess they put him on the practice squad or something man this this kid had a gun man he has strong arm and i personally thought he performed better than mccown in camp i remember
1: when we were watching it he was he doing performed better. Than well yeah he, he was zipping him in there you could yeah, see it i was like this
0: kid's amazing and then he broke his hand and then everything went downhill after that
1: yeah, in today's NFL, you got the guys who are so quick and so fast, and they get to the ball quickly. I know the strong arm is not the whole thing on a quarterback, but it's a lot. You know, you you can't lob it in there because these these NFL guys, they're going to get in there and they'll pick it.
0: Yeah, and then obviously we'll see with Tressman; he is a quarterback type guy. So, but,
1: but like Sammy said, he, they brought him in as a backup. You know, he's yeah. not. He, you know, so yeah, but right oh. now
0: they said that he's probably going to be going at it with uh, Carson or not Carson Jordan Palmer. And they're going to try to see who's going to end up taking that position. Second then, spot. Yeah, yeah, then you got Jared Johnson, who's going to be your third stringer or fourth or whatever the case is. Yeah, I don't
1: know if they, most teams don't keep four quarterbacks. Yeah, backs. they're probably going to end
0: up cutting someone. Yeah, cut up somebody. They usually keep
1: three at the most. I remember a lot of times the Beards would, what, only keep two? Two. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was weird. Yeah.
2: But, I mean, this guy fails. Uh, let's see how he does. I mean, he's a sixth round pick. I mean, come on, they're dude. Six. Your last
0: name is Fails. <laughs> 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 Look, he's going to.
2: Well, you know what they're saying, they're saying the tops this guy is is going to be according to scouting reports is a low-end starter or a good backup. So, if, I just he, don't
0: see the, the dude the secondaries are going to chew this kid up.
2: Yeah, if he can become a serviceable, you know, serviceable quarterback, it's it's a decent pick.
0: Yeah. We'll see. Well, we'll see how that pans out. Uh the other pick and I was listening to commentary from uh, Emory when he did this. Um Pat O'Donnell the punter. And they picked him in the sixth round. And the first question I was listening to someone, they asked them, is yeah, why the hell did you draft a punter? They're like, you never draft punters. Yeah, they s- and then Emery said a, a very, very uh, interesting stat. Do you remember what he said?
1: Well, he said more punters are drafted and, uh, of, than
0: you think. Out of the entire NFL, out of the, all the starters, 18 of the NFL punting starters are were all drafted.
1: Okay, yeah, I remember. He said that, and then the uh, other guy was surprised. Yeah, and he's He like, didn't really? think that, that many were yeah, drafted.
0: I didn't think so either. And when he said that, I'm like, I, that's an interesting stat, that eight out of all the punters starting right now in the NFL, 18 of them were that's, drafted. That's, that's, that's an interesting more than stat. You know,
1: that's more than half of the starting punters. Exactly. Right? So
0: we, we do need that. We do have opportunity in, in the punting game. I know we had, like, Tressway and these guys. So uh, I, I did see slight video of this guy. Um, he looked like he's a good kicker. They said, on average, he's kicking about 47 punts, 47 yards
1: yeah they said he's got a strong leg
0: yeah so it, it, we we do need that and i think it'll be a good addition if we do get that from him
2: yeah i mean uh i'm very surprised at that that 18 of the punters were drafted this this Emory guy man this guy's like a football St- yeah, nerd. he's like he's a, he's he a stat nerd yeah. This guy just yeah but comes if you look at him numbers. and trustman
0: together with their glasses and stuff they do look yeah like they nerds. look yes. like big nerds yeah. Yeah. yeah but
2: i mean as long as they can win us football games i, also, <laughs> I don't care hey you know what i also want to say it's amazing today I mean, even these punters are athletes. This guy O'Donnell, he's six four, two hundred and twenty pounds. He ran a four six four in the forty. He's faster than our running back. Yeah. Not only that, he benched.
0: He's he, bigger than your running two, back too. Two, yeah, two
2: hundred and twenty five pounds for twenty three reps. Yeah, it's amazing. Mean, it's amazing these the, the way the NFL is going today. All these guys are freaks. Even the punters. Well, they're it's big. big. They're, yeah,
0: everybody's big. But I, I mean, believe it or not, punters do play play a big role. I think in in uh, in the game. Sure, so they do. They play a
1: few field goal uh field position
0: yeah they're almost yeah. they're almost in my opinion they're almost like the offensive linemen they're guys that you never really see well i mean now people i think look at offensive linemen give them a lot of credit but yeah, they uh, they always
1: deserve credit yeah right? they don't get enough credit they don't get enough credit at all the special team guys the offensive linemen the field goal kickers the punters they don't get enough credit that they deserve because they influence the game greatly yeah, so I mean, overall, I
0: think he—it's a great pick as long as we—he's a staple in our system. I hope we don't lose him really quick. He came from a great organization too. I mean, or at least college or Miami University. So uh, I mean, he's—he got a lot of exposure, played with good competition as well too. So um, we're we're getting a quality punter, I guess, overall for a cheap price, four years. So I don't see that being a bad uh, a bad thing. No. Last pick, um, and usually no one cares about the last pick. Uh, they did go out OT just to make sure we get more depth in the offensive line. They ended up going with Charles Leno, Charles, uh, Charles Leno Jr. from Boise State. Um, I, I saw some video. Looked good. I mean, plain and simple, looked good. The only reason sometimes looking at drafting some of these kids from smaller schools is less competition and they don't play as many good teams. Uh, and, and that's the only thing that concerns me sometimes with going with smaller school athletes.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're bringing in this guy to be the backup left tackle yeah. to uh, Bushrod. He's a seventh-round pick. I mean, if this guy makes the team, it, it's a success. And uh, he, Like I said, he's a seventh-round pick, and we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, we'll see. So, uh, overall, he, I don't think he's going to see a ton of playing time. Uh, he may even be cut, but hopefully not. I mean, we need the depth in the offensive, uh, offensive line. and hopefully
1: Yeah, we'll they, they'll give him a shot, I think, uh, to stay as a backup because they drafted him. So, they got some... Invested in them, so so
2: hopefully he does well. I, I would also like to add that the Bears last year they were very lucky with their offensive line. Yes. None of their guys got hurt. Every guy started every single game, and there were only the three teams that did that: them, the Redskins, and the Eagles. Yeah. So you need some depth there. If one of these guys goes down, you like to. Have you need a few someone guys. to back up. Exactly. Exactly.
1: exactly. So
0: after the draft the next day or a couple of days after they ended up picking nine more players up and these guys were all uh guys who did not get drafted and i think the bears had their eye targets and i'm going to pick three two two three people that they were very heavily scouted um and uh, they ended up signing these guys just to fill up their roster and so there can be more competition in camp um jordan lynch one who's a northern illinois quarterback and he actually was a heisman trophy finalists but they're bringing him in as a running back i don't know how that's going to work out um I'm thinking they're going to probably use him for some trick type plays.
2: Yeah, you know. Let's face it. This guy's undrafted. He could be on the practice squad. There's a reason this kid's undrafted. Yeah. So, and listen. I heard Tressman
0: was huge on this guy. I heard that he actually has a personal relationship with him too, and he really likes him. I'm gonna be honest with you. I know they're bringing him in as a running back, but I think they're gonna be using some type of trick play where they're also gonna use his arm sometimes.
1: I think so. Like a Brad Smith on the Jets. Yeah, they're, they're gonna, gonna, gonna have use him there for something. And I think you that's know. the only
0: reason they're bringing him in because they want to use him on a couple plays that they're gonna have with trickery or whatever yeah. As we
1: all know, uh, Tressman's very creative offensively he
0: did offensive a lot of mind. that in Canada so uh, we'll see what happens there too so Jordan Lynch was heavily scouted by the Bears
2: so you guys actually think this guy's a chance to make the team to because they're gonna have to cut somebody if this guy
0: yeah I, I think they're gonna put him but he's gonna be like literally third like third fourth string yeah, running Maybe well, even
2: on the practice squad maybe it, like Emory did him a favor said hey I know you kid I'll, I'll put you on no the practice I, squad. I think he'll be on the special team too wow okay
1: yeah, I, I think, we'll think he'll play special there. team, too. They said he's an athletic kid and he's fast, so maybe they'll throw him on a special team. First
0: day of rookie camp was yesterday, and they, the exact quotes from Mel Tucker and everybody um, was that this guy shocked the, the entire coaching staff on the first day of minicamp. They said this guy was the top rookie performer, even of,
2: of, of all the other rookies. Wow. wow, and he's
0: not drafted. An huh? undrafted guy from Northern wow. Illinois.
2: That could be a huge bonus if he pans out for us.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, we'll see. I, I just I think he's not a starting running back or a starting quarterback in the NFL. That plain and simple. But he's a type of guy that I think is going to have a niche where he's going to be amazing at special teams or they're going to have him for that one like trick play that he's always going to succeed this season and every, we'll always remember him in Chicago because you, of that.
2: Can you compare him to maybe like a Tim Tebow or something like that? Yeah. Tim Tebow was pretty athletic. I just right, I just like feel a multitasker. Tim,
0: yeah, but they never gave Tebow a chance and I still think they should.
2: No, what do you mean?
1: They gave him a chance.
0: They gave the him a whole year played. in Denver. Well, in what Denver, yeah. after that, though. Well, they never give. They signed them, but he never got. They well, never They play. sign him, Patriots. I mean, Patriots, he, the Jets. Uh, yeah.
1: The, oh yeah, Jets. He could have maybe had a and chance. And I don't because, understand
0: why they never sat down with T Bone. At least tried talking him into, bro. Listen, he, let me put you at tight end,
2: man. or maybe a linebacker. Or you something know, like that. Something. Different. You know, he
1: was like a tweener. He wasn't quite. I don't know. He is big, but I don't know if he was quite strong or big enough. Yeah. He was like really strong for a quarterback, but unless, maybe not as strong for a linebacker. Unless Tebow
0: you know? was hard-headed, and there were teams that discussed that with him, and he told them, no, I want to be a quarterback.
2: See, the problem is the NFL is so specialized. You could be such a great athlete... To change a position or go from quarterback to linebacker quarterback to tight end, it's not that he's easy. He's a tight end, no. dude. He's tight a tight end, end. I think he's too small. He's tight ends now, but yeah. Six, five, he's either a tight, or end, either a yeah. tight end or a running back. He's more back of a NFL. linebacker.
0: No, not a linebacker. Running back or tight end.
2: Back. How many white running backs have we seen in the past? <laughs> not a lot. Know, but no. so, I'm but sorry. I think he would do
0: pretty decent. Maybe for a couple of years until he gets beat up and then he can't play anymore. <laughs> I mean, well, he, now he, I think he, was, he signed
1: with ESPN.
0: Yeah. yeah so he's like a sp- nfl analyst now
2: this guy he's a good kid yeah i
1: like him he's a good kid and uh i don't know i think he was good at many different things but maybe didn't excel on one position and like sammy said uh,
2: he NFL- an,
0: i don't think he was a great quarterback when he was in my uh no oh, of no not. or yeah, he would have still
2: not. been playing he was yeah. a competitor though he was a t- but he just there's, there were certain nfl throws that he just couldn't make yeah yeah all right so jordan lynch
0: then the other two players that I think that they really looked at, which we needed to help as well too, um, Christian Jones from Florida State, which did really good last year, outside linebacker, and then Tana Patrick from Alabama, who I'm really hot on, and I'm surprised that no one picked him in the 6th or 7th round. Um, Tana Patrick I think has huge potential, and with some development, I think in two, three years can be a starter in the NFL. So then you also have the other guys we picked up that we also picked up another, def- another defensive tackle, Brandon Dunn out of Louisville. We ended up picking Lee P- uh, Peggs from uh, East-, East Carolina, which there's a lot of high people that like the guy. Um, he's also another defensive tackle. So we ended up having two more additional defensive tackle. Keep in mind that after the draft and the- these two guys, we only had three defensive tackles on our roster. Which I didn't know, because when I looked at it, I was like, wow, these guys, are five rookies literally got drafted and signed uh, right after the draft at the defensive tackle position. Um, then they got D.D. Lattimore from uh, Southern Florida. Uh, they also picked up two guards, uh, James Dunbar and Ryan Gray. Uh, Gray's from Wisconsin, and then Dunbar's from Texas Christian. And then they picked up a tackle from uh, Cody Booth from Temple. So they, they basically filled their roster for competition for camp.
2: I agree. Big Nick. They sign these nine guys undrafted. How many of these guys you think make the team? I'm saying Jordan Lynch, Tana Patrick. Yeah, I'm saying two tops. Yeah,
0: that's so, it. Tana Patrick will be on your linebacker core, and I think Jordan Lynch will stay there because they're going to use him for something.
2: And Wait, I, really, course, you think he'll be one of
0: our linebackers? Tana Patrick will. He'll be in the linebacker core. He'll be on special teams and linebacker core. Tana Patrick was a beast, man. I should pull up his stuff after the show and show it to you guys. But Tana Patrick was a really good linebacker at Alabama. Another thing you guys have to understand is that when you're playing for top schools like Alabama, Alabama, you're you're seeing top quality college games. You're playing huge colleges with
2: good competition. Yeah, you got to be a great player to get into that program.
0: Yeah, and and to play and start in those for three years, which he did. So overall, I mean, you're looking at. I mean, he'll 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 get set. He'll be okay, and I think he'll be uh, he'll be on our team overall linebacker wise so overall what they did is they basically filled the positions so that we'll have more competition in camp going to be very exciting that's why i like camp because you see a lot of these rookies uh uh busting their ass to try to make the spot and uh, uh it's going to be fun to see once uh, camp starts and stuff what do
2: you, to get a little off topic what do you think about michael sam
0: um i think he's the most underrated player in the draft i think that really i think he is going to make a huge impact in st louis I think the reason he went so low, and you're going to sit here and say discrimination. Here's the matter of fact. The guy's homosexual. First open ho- homosexual. That's fine. Whatever. I don't really care. No one cares. But I think the, the reason teams passed up on him is they don't want the media drama in the locker room. Because now the guy signed some kind of move, uh, series yeah. deal with, with Oprah's network. And now they they actually had to sit down with the St. Louis Rams. And St. Louis told the cameras, you cannot come into any of my facilities or in my locker room when you're filming the show. So basically what they're going to do is they're going to follow Michael Sam from the stadium to his home. And they're going to do like a reality show about his life. Let me tell you something. But uh, think about this. He will be the most covered rookie for all year.
2: He's if this guy if this guy becomes an average NFL football player, he's going to make hundred million dollars. He's going to have his own jeans. uh, Oh yeah, he's going to have everything. He's going to write his own books. Uh, autobiography, TV show,
0: autobiography. He's going to have this guy's the guy. What he? I mean, even if he doesn't make the NFL right now, he's going to make a lot of money off of that because he's the first openly gay guy. Yeah, but he's
1: got to make the NFL to keep that uh, momentum going. I'm going to be honest with you. If if he doesn't make the NFL, they're going to forget about him. If he sucks,
0: if he sucks and they cut him today, he's still going to make an autobiography. He's still Gonna make yeah, uh, he'll, he'll still
2: st- make money. He'll he's still, still st- gonna make money. So yeah. Some,
1: yeah, but his flame will, his flame will. Uh,
2: After five
1: years, no. Or whatever,
2: but the reality, of the fact you, is, the dude's
1: gonna make a hundred million dollars You got to make the team to be relevant. He, he's he's not play. gonna make money
0: from St. Louis. No,
1: no, 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 no. If he's on this, if he's playing, he's on TV and he's doing well. He can talk more about himself. Yeah. If if he, if he doesn't make the team, you're gonna forget about him.
2: The way our society is set up today. They're gonna applaud this kid. They're gonna say you're so brave. You came out. This guy, I'm telling, you, he's gonna have his own TV show. Oprah Winfrey or some of these people. Even if he gets cut, he's gonna make a lot of money. Yes. This kid's gonna make at least yes. twenty million.
0: I'm telling you, he's gonna make, even if he gets cut today. Or he'll be—he'll get an autobiography. He'll get his TV show. He's going to make money if period. he's
2: smart. If he's a good talker, can he make? I don't think he's going to make as. as can much he, as he
0: make it. more money if he stays in any place? Ford, but, Ford, yeah. yes, but he's still going to make millions. To even a certain degree, camp.
1: I don't think it's going to be as much as you guys are saying because you're not in the NFL. Dude, you're not playing. Deals, no- Book
0: deals are not hundreds of thousands of dollars. Book deals are like $8 million deals, $10 million deals. He's
1: not going to be as important if he's not in the NFL playing. People don't see him on TV. If he's in the NFL, even if he's not a full time starter, but he rotates in and so out, then he can do more. Oh, look, look, of look. course. They'll talk make about more, money. more. Because they're going to see him. They're going to talk about him. The commentators are going to talk about him. If he gets caught, maybe this first year he can capitalize so on something Here's my
0: problem with Michael Here, Sam. Yeah. Go ahead. distraction in the locker room oh yeah you're you're, you're putting a lot of
1: pressure on other teammates yes, they don't I, want that i
0: guarantee you they're gonna either they're gonna lose big and the team's dismantled and needs help and the media's first question instead of why did you guys just get blown out 42 by 10, uh, 42 to 10 the first question is going to be like how do you feel to let's say long's brother who's uh, defensive whatever how do you feel be, uh, uh, playing with the first uh, openly gay player like really I just lost the game. Ask me a question about the game. Don't ask me why. And then they're going to ask him, how do you feel about playing in an NBA? And that's, I think, that's what I think
2: teams didn't want. Yeah. You know what my problem with Michael Sam is? Why come out with this? Why, why let us know? Who cares? I don't care what you are. I don't care you're homosexual. I don't care what your yeah, sexuality the, is. Uh, the com- I think he's looking to make money. I think he's smart.
1: That, yeah. uh, I that, think he's
2: looking to make money. And why flaunt it on TV? Make exactly. it out with that guy.
1: I mean, it, Cause if to, you want to come out with it, yeah, you don't even have to. To yeah. that
0: community, it's big. And and to that community, they they want to know that, hey, okay, now... And believe me, he's not the first. There is tons of NFL players, I believe, in the NFL currently right now that are are gay, but they're just not openly gay.
2: Yeah, of course. And and I think in
0: every sport. But, I mean, the bottom line is, yeah, I think he did this one for the money. But, I mean, who knows? It's also huge for the community as well.
2: Yeah, I I agree. And the community
0: wants people to do that so that they can at least know that, hey, that's out there.
2: It's not just a community... It's people in general. We live in a very liberal society today. Imagine if this guy did this in 1988. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, man. So there's a lot of liberals out there. They support this stuff. So that's where the money's going to come from. Mm-hmm. It's going to come from the liberals.
0: But I, we'll see. I, I Honestly, athletically, you take all that aside, I think he's, he's the most underrated player. And I think he's going to make an impact right away in, in St. Louis. His combine numbers were terrible.
2: They um, said that's what lowered his stock. Yeah, they were terrible. They said that's yeah, what lowered his stock. Yeah,
0: I think it was because of all the shit that's on his head. Because he's just thinking about everything right now of what's going on. You don't understand the media coverage that this guy's getting. Yeah, yeah but,
1: but that's Combine. That's not thinking. He's that's getting just more media and coverage and, than Michael and, Jordan. And benching. Even yeah, benching. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, not, it's not like, uh, I don't know. I don't wholly agree on that. We'll, we'll see. I mean, obviously, we'll, we'll
0: see what happens with him. But I do think he's going to make an impact. Yeah. overall.
2: I mean, like I said personally, I, you know, I don't want to sound like I have nothing against homosexuals. I think people are people. I'm not particularly religious. So for me, people are people. My only thing is just why flaunt it. This is football. I don't care what sexuality you are. You're a good football player. You're a good football player. And that's it.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, I'll, I'll, it's going to be everywhere. First week of NFL. So I'll tell you that we're going to be seeing it all over the place. And you'll probably see media coverage on ESPN and
1: everything about it. So we'll go. We'll see what happens. Yeah, there, there is going to be more coverage for the Rams, definitely. Yeah,
2: yeah I'm sure more yeah. players will start coming out too. Now, yeah, yeah, and then they're yeah. going to have
0: this guy as the pioneer. You know what I mean? He's the guy who started the it first all. one, right? Yeah. So I mean, that's one of the biggest reasons too. Get it out there; everyone knows whatever the case is, and then it's normal or whatever the case is. But
2: Big Nick, if you were the GM, would you draft him? I, I'm going to be honest with
0: you. I just said uh, I think a lot of teams passed up on him because of that, and I I I'm like, what's his. Um, uh, the coach from New England. I can't even get it out of Belichick. Belichick. He, I'm I'm a Belichick type of guy. I'd be a discipline. If I was a coach of, of a, a GM and a coach of a football team, I would have discipline being my number one thing. Number two, nothing gets out of of, of this little tight knit family. Number three, I don't need this media coverage bullshit interrupting all my other players and the way we're thinking and the way we're setting up for games. So I mean, plain and simple, I, I it's unfortunate that you wouldn't you wouldn't draft the guy because. He was gay, but the reality of the fact is, I wouldn't be drafting him. I, I didn't care if he was gay. If the media never covered him and, and would go into my locker room and ask my players all these questions and get them not to think about the game, um, I, I can't draft him because I don't want that drama in my locker room.
2: Yeah, I agree. It's a huge distraction too. And you got to you got to understand too. A lot of the NFL, I mean, it's a huge African American uh, community. Not just that, but look at what happened. Uh, we're going back to the Pacers. Yeah. The but media dismantled
0: the Pacers in a way. You know yeah. what I mean? No, they this dismantled guy,
1: themselves too.
0: They did, but it's because the media went
2: out there and dismantled them. And uh, you have the
0: same thing. You get Michael Sam, you get the players talking about this whole thing. They're not
2: thinking game. Yeah. I, I think the Pacers rebounded pretty well. But to get back to the top, you got a lot, a lot of NFL players. They're very religious. They're very, very religious. So, I mean, that could be a problem. Like I said, a lot of the uh, NFL, it's, you know, a large African American population, a lot of guys from the South. They're from the Bible Belt. So yeah. these guys are Southern religious. Guys. I think a lot of these guys are going to have a problem with this.
0: I don't know. We'll yeah. see. I a lot know. of these guys agree, are yeah. Bible thunders. Yeah, I know a, a lot of the guys in the South that have come from the South, that is all the Bible Belt. So, I mean, yeah, you do have a lot of guys that are like that. But, I mean, we'll see. I mean, we saw it with the Duck Dynasty guys and stuff. But
2: Yeah, eventually it's, it's going to be accepted, and it should be. It yeah. should be people are people, man. We're all people. We're it doesn't all Doesn't matter, yeah. yeah. As long as you're a guy as you're good yeah, at it. That, no matter that's your sexuality, your color, your religion, we're all just people. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. I was
0: an NFL player, I'm going to be honest with you, I wouldn't give a rat's ass.
1: I really wouldn't. No, I wouldn't either.
0: And I, I I'm going to be care. honest with you, I, would lo- I wouldn't even. If this guy was good, hey, man, you could, I would love to line up right next to him, too, and play with him.
1: Well, some yeah. of the St. Louis Rams tweeted, you know, hey, welcome to the team, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't care. I mean, hey, as long as we go out there and
0: we win teams and we win games and we beat everybody, dude, hell yeah, I'll line up next to this well, guy and well, play with him.
1: Well, winning helps Iverson. Yeah.
0: You know, winning kind of, you know. But if you can't go out there and you can't perform, then it is what it is. It's like, all right, man, you, you can't make it here or whatever. But, again, like I said, we'll see what happens this year once, once the season starts and stuff. All right, so uh, that was actually a good topic. I didn't think about that one until you brought it up. Um, Alright, so Bears camp. They announced the Bears camp. Uh, it starts on July 24th. Uh, they will have uh, pretty soon the daily uh, schedule and agenda that they will have on a daily basis. They'll, they'll put out the times that they will be out on the practice field. Uh, again, there's specific times that go out there. Uh, and when they go out there, obviously, uh, they don't open gates up, I think, last year until like 8 or 9 o'clock, I think. Then the players start strolling out, uh, Strolling out, they do some stretches, and then they start doing practice drills, and then they do scrimmages and stuff. And then pads, I think the first week is no pads, right, Jackman? I believe so, yeah. And then Just I think the second them- week, yeah, then they start with pads the second week, and they go from there. Uh, I-, I liked it. A, huge fun.
1: I liked it. It was entertaining. We got to see a lot of the players. Uh, and- yeah, it's fun. You get to see the players up close, and you know, they don't go full bore, but you still get an idea. It's, it's, it's something that's worth seeing. Yeah, and I think uh, also uh, I I don't
0: know what's going to happen with HBO Hard Knocks. Uh, if that does happen, it's going to be a clusterfuck, and I don't even know if I want to go down there. Um, but right now, uh, rumor has that the Steelers have the front uh, the front uh, top uh, choice right now for HBO, and we'll see what happens because they're going to have to pop the commercials out. I think in another month. I think right, Sammy.
2: Yeah, I mean we don't want to be on Hard Knocks. That's a distraction.
0: That is again, uh, it'd be I agree. cool
2: to see our players, you know, get up and close, but. It'd be better if we're just not on there. The I, teams just haven't fared too well. It seems I, to I was just going to say, show.
1: yeah, whoever was on hard knocks since they've been they showing they never it, really succeeded. They never, no. Yeah. No, they never won a Super Bowl or succeeded. So th-
0: the other thing is, obviously, rookie camp started, um, and uh, the rookie minicamp started, and we already mentioned that. Jordan Lynch uh, shocked almost everybody at camp uh, by his performance. Um, Mel Tucker, and uh, it started on ESPN, has quoted that they are going to make drastic changes on their defense and that they were going to be doing split time before 4-3 three, and 3-4 three, sets, which I'm excited about. If that does happen, uh, it'd be very interesting to see that. Um, and then... Uh, they are talking very highly uh, of uh, uh, McCle- uh, McClellan at strong, li- uh, strong side linebacker, and they said that he's actually already with the rookies at camp, and he's working hard. And he's—they said he's, he's in great shape. So I'm going to be very interested to see this guy in the shape he's in, and if he does good, that I mean, hey, he was the first round draft pick, what, two, three years ago? Two years no. ago. Yeah. So I mean, that guy might be a huge addition if that that transition goes well into linebacker.
2: Yeah, I mean, this is his last year. It's either he does it or he's a bust. Yes. Let's face it. His first, you know, his first two years, they were mediocre. So, you know, he, they tried him at defensive end. Let's face it. He didn't really succeed. Otherwise, he wouldn't be. They're not. be they're not going to play him at linebacker. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I really hope this kid succeeds.
0: Yeah. Yeah, me too. They said he looked really good and that he's actually playing with the rookies too. And uh, he lost some weight and he gained some speed and he got some muscles on him. So uh, they said that the guy looks – he's in really great shape and he's working really hard already, which is almost, what, two months early before than what camp – players should be report to camp. Yeah, yeah, they
2: said he's in great shape. Sorry to cut you off, no. Jackman. They said he's in great shape and uh, – He's ready to go. He's working with a trainer, and uh, I really hope he does well. Yeah, me too.
1: Right. That doesn't guarantee he's going to be awesome, but what it shows is he's putting effort. He's dedicated. He's dedicated, and he's putting a lot of effort in the offseason. You can't knock a guy for that. So I hope he does well, you know? Hope that effort and work. Usually hard work pays off, so. All right, so then uh going through and we're just going
0: to recap this really quick uh with the roster breakdowns with the rookies inside. Um with at your wide receivers, obviously you got Marshall and and uh, Alshon Jeffries. We did pick up Josh Morgan from Washington uh, uh during the offseason, so we'll see what happens with them. But uh they're expecting huge things out of Marquez Wilson and I I don't know, what do you guys think about Marquez as your third stringer?
2: Well, I mean, he was you, the seventh round. Yeah, he was drafted seventh. They like this kid because he's a big target. Um, they, from what they say, they say he's been working with uh, Jeffrey and Marshall on the off season. So they're they're looking. I mean. He's a big target, and that's that's what Emory and Trustman like. They like those big receivers, and uh, he's supposedly a talented guy, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, they say
0: he's a speedy guy, too. We also picked up Dominic in too. I forgot to yeah. say that from Carolina.
2: Plus, I just want to say that there's so much attention on Marshall and Jeffrey that even if this guy's, like, decent...
0: He'll get the looks because exactly, they're going to be getting covered.
1: Exactly. Yep. Yeah, he'll have less coverage on him or yep. single coverage or don't. That won't key up on them too much. Yep.
2: Yeah, we have the best wide receiver tandem in the NFL. I, so. That's
1: the other thing. Yes, on
0: offense, I think not only on defense do we look like we have the best defensive line, but you also have the best wide, re-
1: wide receiver top two.
0: And you got a great running back in Matt Forte,
1: yeah. who's great? Who's a great runner and a great receiver out of the backfield.
0: Yeah, so right now, Forte, they, they have listed on their website, they have Kadim as the backup, Michael Ford is the third stringer, then you've got Sean Drawn as the uh, fourth stringer, then Jordan Lynch all the way uh, following up in the back. So you're obviously going to see about one one of those guys cut maybe even two
1: yeah the one backbone I would say you know his quarterback position is uh Jay Cuddler great but hardly he, not a good backup n- yeah I mean he's got he's been injured yeah he's been injured most of the years and on that's the Bears. what scares me I mean did you know that's that's the only thing yeah. that's you know. So right now you've the season got,
0: the season can go to shit if he gets hurt. Yeah. So right now you've got Jordan Palmer backing him up. You've got David Fails, who's the third stringer who we just drafted. Then you've got Gerard Johnson, and obviously you're going to probably see one of those guys cut.
1: Right. I mean, there's not. And
0: yeah, and, yeah, and they're, know they're, they're probably going to keep
1: three. They're going to keep three. Yeah, and yeah. they're
0: talking good about Jordan Palmer, but I don't it's know not about proven. that. Yeah. These guys aren't no, proven. That's he the hardly played. He
1: hardly played.
0: So that's he, the, that's my weakness there. I'm scared about the quarterback position there for the year.
1: You know, last year, the Bears tried out uh, Trent Edwards and Jordan Palmer. And, and they uh, didn't go with uh, – uh, well, tra- I would have went with Trent Edwards. Trent Edwards started trails. more games yes. for the Buffalo. I thought he was pretty decent. You know, Palmer's good, too. He's got bloodlines. But he didn't play – he didn't start too many games, or hardly none in NFL. I don't think he did. None. And he didn't play a lot in yep. all his career. They say he's a good kid. They say he's smart. They say uh, he reads – the. Well, he plays all the time, and you know works with the quarterback, and is good with Cutler. So, yep,
2: it's obvious that uh, Trustman sees something in this kid. That yeah, he likes. that's the that's thing, that's the, and that's I heard that going before. On. I'm sure they yeah. They said
0: Tressman loves this guy and that he has a lot of faith in him and and I was I would just really hate to see Jay Cutler go down again and then all of a sudden turn around and we have Jordan Palmer as your yeah. starter.
2: I'm interested to see what McCown's going to do in Tampa.
0: Yes, and I want to see that too. If he does good, I'll be pissed. <laughs> That's yeah. not going to be good.
1: Well, he did good here. I mean, I'm just saying like uh Wait, is he going to start?
2: Yeah, yeah, they brought him as a starter. Lovey wow. said that he's the front runner to be a starter. Who's the I mean, they gave him there. a pretty good contract. Um, the backup is Is oh, that that target a, or did yeah, it get rid of? Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's Lennon. No, Mike Lennon. That's the guy. Yeah. Exactly. He's you the know backup. what?
1: Mike Lennon was starting last year. Yes, he was. And he's the- a decent quarterback. And uh you know, they paid McCown pretty good money to go there and fight for the starting job. Now, even whatever granted, whatever McCown does in Tampa he did great with the Bears last year in this system. So even if he doesn't do you never as well. Know,
0: yeah, but you never know how he's going to do in that system.
1: No, but that's not the point. The point is he done great with the Bears. So even if he doesn't do as good as Tampa, he did great with the Bears. You know, he's proven with the Bears' offensive scheme and the players they got. So either way, whatever he does in Tampa, you're losing a, an effective. I mean, he was better than Cutler last year, guys. He went on a strike uh, yes. for 13-0. Cutler was all right. Cutler did good in Mark Trussman's system and their offensive players they got. But uh,
2: McCown, I think, did a little better if you look at the stats. You know what I liked about McCown as opposed to Cutler last year? He got everyone involved. Cutler looks for Marshall a lot. Too much. McCown, when McCown was in... That's when Jeffrey had those huge games.
1: Yes, those game winners. Those yes, yeah, two hundred yes. yard game. That's you when know? he emerged. You're right. Yeah, you're right. So man.
2: this guy, he, he kind of likes to lock into Marshall a little bit too much, which is not a bad thing. They have chemistry, but they, I just it they, looked like the whole offense was more in sync with McCown.
0: Yeah, and, and, and it, I think they liked overall playing with him better than Cutler.
1: You know what else I like about McCown? He's smart. He reads the reads quickly. He's a
0: veteran. He know that's why you know, he takes but, his time
1: to think. Yeah, but right. But he gets, gets the baller. He gets the ball out quickly. He reads and he's boom. One, he's like, a, and that's why he exactly. did so good in that system. You have a lot of people available who can make the plays. You got Matt Forte, a great receiver, a, as a running back. He's always in there. You you got uh, what's that? Jeffrey's and uh, Bennett. Yeah, Bennett Marshall. And, and Marshall. So, so you got to supply weapons. Cutler at times to me holds the ball too long. And you can't do that in the and NFL. And I think it's because
2: he does, just doesn't think straight and fast. Well, what I think it is is he's got a cannon of an arm, and he thinks that you he know can, he can, he blow can him him squeeze it anywhere. Exactly.
1: exactly. Exactly. Right. He can he can fit it in anywhere. Yeah, that's he, the cockiness he has. You know, my my friend, that, me and my friend. That's at why work, I'm
0: a Cutler basher.
1: Me and my friend at work had the thing. He said he was telling me about uh oh said McCown. He's not going to do as good in Tampa and this and that. He may not, but you know what? The guy was offered a good contract. The guy has like four kids, what have you. He's a journeyman. He's 34 years old. Oh, well, he's been take playing 12 money. years, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he never had a great contract. Yeah, he take, was always. Take a- the
0: money and go with it. You're only going to play two more years, three more years, and retire. And I hope
2: the guy does good. Yeah. yeah. He was a great teammate. He, 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 he helped Adam. He didn't say anything, he took it all in stride. So I was really sad to see this yeah, guy go. And I,
0: I would have felt Me comfortable too. with him as our backup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would have I mean, been so happy if this guy was still here as our backup, and then you didn't even need to bring Jordan Palmer in. You can just draft fails and then have Jared Johnson or whatever the case is. Yeah,
1: that you know that's what my buddy kept talking about. Oh, the Bears got the system. Cutler had the same system last year. Yeah. He did all right, but McCown, I think, did better. So, yeah, McCown had the system, but so did Cutler.
2: And yeah. same players, too. I just, you know, speaking of Jay Cutler, we could talk about this for... All day. All day. I just... You know, I just never really liked his attitude. A uh, yeah. play breaks down; he just kind of looks down and sulks and throws the ball
0: away. He, he's not a born leader, and that's what I don't I like agree. about him. And that's why I, I got agree. Uh, there's a couple things. He, he's not he's not a bear smash mouth type of player. He's not a guy. I mean, if this guy springs his ankle, he's out for
1: the game. No, I think he's a tougher than you give him credit for. Dude. I seen this guy when the Bears' line sucked. He's got Dead smashed head. and he gets up. I oh, think he's tougher than what you could credit. Dude, you're for. in the
0: playoffs and he pulled he pulled like a muscle in his groin and then he sits out. When I know he you, you well know you've he got Rivers over here with his arm and leg falling off and the guy limps back on and plays. Yeah, Yeah. I know, he gets a lot of... It's like, come on, dude, if you play for the Bears, this is known for Ditka with blood all over his jersey and Dick Butkus with, with like, blood coming out of his mouth and his nose and you're still playing the game, and this guy's over here with his head down, my groin hurts, I can't play anymore.
2: You're in the playoffs, dude. You know... I, I don't think he's a, as big of a wuss as everyone is saying. No, he is, but he's no. not like that Brett Favre type at all. I think a guy like Brett Favre, they'd still go out there. Yeah, I, well, you yeah, know? Brett Favre
1: is an all time leader for quarterbacks. You know, for someone, for for, yeah. for
0: someone playing. needs to start hanging out with Cutler yeah. and get this guy on painkillers because then that's when yeah. he'll start performing. I mean,
2: think about this guy. This guy sat on the bench in the, against the Green Bay Packers in the conference champ. This is for the Super Bowl, and he sat on the bench. Yes, he just no, sat on the bench, sitting there.
0: I just I, I think, no I didn't like that either. I, I think that he's not a leader. He's not a guy that will turn around and motivate the team. And when you're a quarterback, sometimes you have to be that guy that regroups the offense when you're at pressured times, when you're in the fourth quarter, one minute left, you're down by, by three or four or two, and you need to get down the field. When you have good quarterbacks like Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, they not only call the play, but they also go in that huddle and they motivate you. And you sit down there and you say certain things. Yeah, I know. But well, we don't know how
1: Cutler is in the huddle, dude. They, I never was in the huddle They, they
0: said he doesn't have it. Well, he just goes in there and calls the plane,
1: and says, let's go, guys, let's do this, and then I, let's break. I, I mean, I, I agree. At times, I think his attitude could be better.
0: Yeah, you just got to sit but, down and motivate these guys so you can go there and score that touchdown or get in the, within the 20
2: so you can get the field goal. Yeah, like I said, with Cutler, he's got all the intangibles. Great arm, he's strong, he's got good legs. It's just that... I mean, it's a problem with his attitude. Do you think John Elway, you know, would have gave up on him? Never. There's obviously a problem with his attitude. What they said was, they said him and John Elway had dinner um, when he signed with the Broncos, and he
0: thought he was better than him. Or something. Yeah,
2: they said he wasn't even like looking at him when he was talking. He was on his phone the whole time. Yep. and they oh. said, yeah, they said that one of the safeties, I believe it was Lynch, on the Broncos slapped. Uh, he was like looking at his phone. And he just slapped. Uh, Lynch was talking to him. You know, yeah. Lynch is a veteran. He just slapped the phone out of his hand. Yeah. So this guy, he he comes with kind of a bad attitude. He was so talented. People don't just give up on talented quarterbacks. Oh no. You they keep... said
0: he has a diva persona, and because he's married to Cavallari and all this stuff, and he's in Hollywood and whatever. yeah. Well, even
2: before that, yeah, he, he atti- has
0: that attitude that he's better than everybody, and he's too busy for people. Okay.
2: I will say this as a Bears fan, as all three of us know. I mean, look at the quarterbacks we've had. So I can't say that. I mean, stat-wise, I think he's the, he's best, the best, he's best quarterback, quarterback ever. ever. Yeah. yeah, he's the best quarterback since McMahon. man. Maybe his
1: stats are probably better yeah, than McMahon, but and they will be but, better. But, but that's, that's an inflated football now compared to the football of 80s. I agree. That's a whole other topic.
2: You know, but uh, the, I, this guy, he's good enough to win to win a Super Bowl with us. If we got the right pieces around him. He's good enough to win. I think a Super he's Bowl. very good. He's very talented. Yeah, yeah. I think he's very talented. I just don't think he'll ever reach his full potential. He's I mean, his attitude. Because you know, if the he mind,
1: does, he could be great. The mind plays a lot. Yeah, in sports and in 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 life. So I mean, he's he's got to have a better attitude, and he's got to be a better leader. A
2: Jackman, like the Buddha said, "What you think, you become." yeah yeah <laughs>
1: all right so
0: going into tight end guys uh we're looking at uh, martellus bennett solid player and i also like and we spoke about this before uh anoban the big guy oh yeah
1: that yeah, the, fendi. the guy
0: fendi had hands of glue last year in, in camp so i love him and they noted him as the backup right now and then you also have three other tight ends uh i'm expecting probably two to three two of those guys to get cut possibly um uh, you're probably going to see mulligan go and then maybe even jack miller i think they'll keep rosario because they need him on special teams and stuff but uh I, i really like fendi too and honestly if they do a double tight end uh set that wouldn't be bad either so i'm really happy with that uh offensive line uh looks solid it's the same as last year i just hope no injuries um and then we do we did gain some backups just in case obviously we drafted leno you've got uh de la puente from new orleans you've got uh uh roger Gaines from tampa bay so we've got some backups there just in case something happens we can obviously uh kick it in and then get some help there on 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 the uh the offensive line as well so i mean when you're looking at uh the drafts leno is going to be a backup to kyle lung and uh going to be obviously forte's backup there and jordan lynch will probably be a special team guy uh defensively Again, this is going off of a 4-3 set. Uh, you're going to have Will Sutton and Ego backing up uh, Ratliff and Paella right now. Uh, and then you have uh, Jared Allen on the end with Houston. I heard rumors, though, that you're going to end up having Willie Young on one side with Jared Allen. They're moving Houston to the defensive tackle position with Ratliff next to him.
2: Yeah, I think they're going to rotate uh, Houston everywhere, it seems.
0: T- t- tackle and end. Yeah, yeah Yeah,
2: they're going to... And even this guy, Willie Young, he's another guy they're going to kind of rotate everywhere. Well, they
0: said they wanted to start him on the 4-3. They want to start him at the end because of his speed. He's very long, and he's very fast, they said.
2: Yeah, they and say I, he's th- a prototypical left end.
0: Yeah, and I really want to see. Uh, that, that's that's the one guy I want to go to camp to see. I want to see 97 Willie Young, and I want to see how he's playing out there.
1: Trust me, if, these, if this guy does awesome in the camp, preseason they'll move players around just to get them on the field you got to have your best players
2: on the yeah, field and the
0: good thing is that you've got that depth right now in defensive line to do that where you can move people around if you have got people to back up and I, i'm just really excited. yeah unlike or, last year yeah where you didn't have anybody. yeah this
2: defensive line is really really deep yeah <laughs> so i mean dude
0: look if you're looking at the line you've got four deep in almost every position left uh left side defensive end right side defensive end, nose tackle left defensive i mean every position you're looking at you're looking at depth right there and look you even got nick collins too Israel Adonisier, yeah, I mean, yeah. you got depth, man. Will Sutton, ego that we just picked. you got Cornelius Washington. I mean, real huge depth in the defensive line, which is really exciting to see. Um, in here, though, which was interesting, is they had McClellan as the starting strong side, linebacker.
2: You know, you know, he's a first-round pick. A lot of times... They have to give
0: him that chance, exactly. I think. Exactly. The, you know, like they a invested of, a lot in him. Yeah, yeah, a lot
2: of times these GMs, they stay patient with these guys because... Let's face it. If this guy doesn't pan out, it makes Emory look bad. Right. So these guys, they have a lot of power. They, they tell the coach, Hey, listen, I want this guy starting. And, um, uh... You know, a lot of times these guys they have the power to do that.
1: Yeah, of course they don't want to look like they made a bad pick, so yep. they'll, they'll keep giving them chances. Yeah, and then you got
0: DJ Williams in uh, in the middle linebacker position, and Lance uh, on the weak side. Uh, they did sign Wilson and uh, Jordan Sean. Jordan Sean's your special teams guy. You got Bostich backing up in Kasim. There's Tana pa- Tana Patrick is actually at your uh, at your strong side. So what I personally think is if we'll see what happens with Wilson, you might see Wilson getting cut, and these other guys, and I think Tana Patrick gets full position there overall in your linebacker core
2: yeah i think uh dj williams he's going to be our starting middle linebacker
0: yeah well that's where they have him and yeah. bostitch backing him up yeah he, he was with the
1: bears before
2: he's a yeah. solid guy dj williams the only problem
1: is he can't stay healthy
0: yeah. if he's healthy solid he was hurt i think all last year too during camp when we
1: were there he didn't really play no he was on denver last year he w- used to be with no, the no. bears no he
2: was out uh, with us he used to be on denver but he was with us last year oh yeah, he was signed, yeah, yes. he signed with oh, us last okay, year. okay
1: my bad
0: um, all right, so your corners—you're looking at Tim Jennings and obviously Tillman. Uh, you got Kelvin Hayden, Kyle Fuller, uh, Isaiah Frey. Um, Hayden was hurt last year, all season. So overall, I mean, you're looking at Kyle being your starting nickel back, more probably 100% set. Uh, and then obviously, I think if Tillman leaves next year after the one-year contract runs out, I think you'll see Fuller as your starting right side. Yeah.
2: Let me ask you guys: What do you think about Tillman? He's going to be—you know—obviously, he's going to be the mentor. To toward, Kyle, yeah, to Kyle. Do you think he'll have a little animosity because the Bears aren't going to sign him? And no,
0: I think he knows. He, his he seems like a great up. teammate. Yeah. So,
2: but you know, I don't know. I, I think about that sometimes.
0: Yeah, I think he. I think he knows his time's up. I mean, how many years has he played? I haven't even looked at that. Yeah, he's
1: probably well, at least 10, 11 years. He's going to be thir- or yeah. thirty-three years old. So um, I agree. He got drafted. He's really? got eleven years. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, I think because he's a little bit older, and they say he's a nice, he's a good guy uh he might accept it better you know if he was like in his you know prime more like 27 28 29 no dude he they might-, might
2: even offer this guy like a coaching job after next you year you know what i'd like to see this guy stay on yeah i really in some capacity whether it's safety whether it's a coaching job or i want
0: to see he won't do the safety he said that already oh openly. really yeah but
2: Really, he said that. He said he won't he do it. He said he will not move to did, safety. Did he give an excuse why? No, or he, he
0: just said, that's not what my position is, and I won't do it now this yeah. this late into my career. He's like, I focused on being a corner. I'm going to be a corner. Oh, so wow. I could see. This is the only thing I could think. If he signs a low contract next year to stay on the team, after they tell him, listen, you're not going to start, and then maybe after that, then they promise him, like, listen, stay for another year or two with us, and then what we'll do is we'll bring you on as a cornerback coach or something.
1: You know, they only gave him a, a year last year because he was hurt a lot. Yeah. So... If he plays well and doesn't get injured this year, they could sign him for another year or or maybe two. I don't know. I know they want uh, Fuller in there, but uh, maybe you know, if he plays well, they'll try to move somebody else. Say yeah. Monday doesn't pan out, or or somebody else, or you know, later on if Jenny whatever, they'll try to keep him. Well, they signed it, it, this year's going to dictate four
0: year take... contract right
2: now. So they okay so they okay him so, an extension. all right yeah.
1: But I mean, it takes how he plays this year yeah. to see if, where he's going to be next year. I yeah.
2: really like Tillman. You know, he doesn't get the credit he deserves. He's a great corner. You no, know, oh, he's great. He's a great corner.
1: And if you he, have to he's rank, a
2: good team guy. If
0: you have to rank all time be- uh, greats and cornerbacks for the Bears,
2: oh, he's up there. Him, yeah, and Donald yeah. Wolford. You know, yeah. I mean, he's up there. Yeah, it's definitely. A doubt.
0: So, I mean, I, I really like him too and what he did. And I mean, he's he's a great cornerback. I he's love a him.
1: Vi- he's a very good player. Yeah, and he's been a good player for the Bulls. I mean, for the Bears. Bulls. For, yeah, <laughs> thinking bulls, but yeah. they're out. So, safeties,
0: um, that's the position I'm scared about, uh, basically, just both positions. Uh, if you're looking at your strong safety, they've got Monday now slated as the starter, Brock Farine backing him up. you got Cred Stelts there, and then you got the horrible Chris Conte starting at uh, free safety with MD Jennings backing him up. I, I don't know. I mean, I, my personal opinion, I think it, you go through camp, you see what Conte can do. If not, then I think you move Monday into free safety, then put Brock. Vereen as your strong safety starting.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think eventually I would like to see Brock Vereen starting on this team this yeah. year. Uh, they say this guy, uh, Jennings, isn't bad though. They they say he's pretty solid. We'll, we'll, we'll see, Jennings. I mean,
0: out of all the guys right yeah, they now, they say that-
2: he's pretty solid. I mean, he's not great, but he's solid. He's better yeah. than what we yeah. had.
0: I think overall when we're looking at it, the two guys, I, I hope we see starting probably by week three or four is I hope Will Sutton is starting instead of Paella, and I hope Brock Vereen is starting instead of Conte.
2: I agree. That'd be great.
0: So if we get those two guys, and here's what I like that for too. They're youth. They're getting the experience right off the bat, and if they're performing and they're doing good, then that's even better for us in the future because we've got those two young guys for more years.
2: You know, like I said before, I mean, the Bears never had really a great, great safety. They had a few. They had Mark, Mark Currier, Currier Mark and Mike Currier. Brown. Mark yeah. Currier was the best and Mike then you Brown. had Mike Brown.
0: Mike Brown was awesome too. But
2: other than that, I mean w- it would be awesome if we had a Palomalu type of guy. Yeah. Imagine, man. That'd oh. be awesome.
0: So <laughs> Going into <laughs> what you great. just said though, oh, we yeah. were talking about this earlier, a- even after the draft is done, I, I, these are the, these are the weak spots, I think. So if you're looking at your team as a business aspect and as a general manager next year in the free agent, free agent market or in free, uh, or in the draft, I still think on defense, you're going to have issues with cornerbacks because if Tillman's gone, you still need to draft another cornerback or so you, the, the number one priority right now would be safeties. You need to draft str- like first round safety right off the bat. If if, Breen, if Breen works out, you still draft a safety or two. Um, and then the other thing I am worried about is linebacker. If McClellan doesn't work out, you need to get rid of DJ Williams, and you need to get a, a, a stud linebacker. Yeah, in there. Briggs is
1: getting older now.
0: Yeah, unless you unless you go in the free agent market, which can be a possibility. And just like we talked about with with Emery saying that the reason he went with corners is because safeties are cheap, I thought maybe he might be hinting towards he might go for free agent safety next year then. To spend that money because they're cheaper
2: than corners. Yeah that could be possible. I really hope we don't go that route. Let's hope this Vereen kid works out. Maybe MD Jennings has a great Well, year. even
0: if Vereen works out, you still, mundane Jennings aren't your starters. You still have to bring in a strong, uh, you have to bring in the safety from the free agent market that's yeah, strong. Y- you
2: never know. It's a different system. Uh, yeah.
0: And then you, you need to give these guys a chance. And then you still need to, I think, if uh, if Kadim doesn't work out, I think on offense, you still need a backup quarterback. You need a backup running back. And then I still think you need a solid 3-4. We'll see what happens with Wilson. If Wilson works out, I still think you b- draft another one receiver and then obviously the special teams i think you can pick up free agents here and there i don't think that's that bad but here's the biggest issue that i'm more upset about and if this does happen uh i'm gonna wear his jersey and uh and and kiss him for a while. uh patrick manley i think is going to retire guys
2: really did, did the long he make an announcement? Announcement? he's
0: still an unrestricted free agent they have not signed him
1: he wow. had a uh, surgery
0: uh, 16 years with the team he's been our long snapper forever yes and uh the guy is literally our age man
2: yeah he's he's great and, and he's, no, he's, he's never he's made a gonna, mistake
0: he's not going to be with our team anymore i think i yeah, don't think they're going to
1: sign him
2: yeah we'll see what happens
1: no, well, he had an up. Op- he had surgery this year, and yeah, uh, but if they, he feels good, the Bears do want this guy. If he well, wants right to now, play, right
0: now they have Brandon Hartson, and uh, they signed uh, Chad Rempel. Right, and Chad Rempel was uh, actually Tressman's college long safe, or not college Canadian team long snapper. Okay, maybe.
2: you know this guy Manley. He's thirty eight years old. He has a family. He's been through the surgery. He's thirty nine now, dude. Oh wow, he's thirty nine. He's, he's, he's Almost 90. forty. Wow. Yeah. So he might he might be looking to hang it up. You figure yeah. you play I think football. So too. Long, you're going to have some aches and pains. I don't think he's leaving
0: because he's like they don't want him. I think it's just he's done because I think he's just like, listen, I'm old. I just had knee surgery. I think I'm just done. Thirty nine years old. I mean, how much? How much more? I know he didn't take a beating, but how much more can you do? You know what I mean? No, I'm Wait,
2: sure those guys take. You're still on the field. You're in special yeah. teams. Yeah. You're getting yeah. hit. Yeah.
0: So punter-wise, they got Drew Butler, Tressway, uh, Pat O'Donnell. I don't, hopefully, we see Pat O'Donnell. O'Donnell's
2: there. won that job. Already. Yeah. Uh, uh, Robbie Gold,
0: that. obviously there. Your long snapper, yeah, we just talked Robbie about. Robbie
1: Gold's very solid field goal kicker, yeah. one of the best. And then you've
0: got Eric Weems as your punt and kick returner, yeah. and then you got Michael Ford h- maybe helping out with kick returns. Weems
1: is a pretty good returner. He is. I yeah. like him. Yeah, me solid.
0: too. I mean, especially now that we lost Devin Hester. Right. I mean, he's you know. So other than that, James Anderson, unrestricted free agent. He looks like he's not coming back. Jonathan Scott, unrestricted free agent. He looks like he's not coming back. Uh, Landon Cohen and then Blake uh, Costanzo.
2: Let me ask you guys, what is your biggest concern heading into this year? Uh, safeties is still. Yeah, mine is safety, and uh, I know this is going to sound funny, but it's it's Mel Tucker. I'm not sold on him. I'm really not sold on him.
0: If you're going to go into the coaching staff, yes. I'm not sold on him. But but this this is going to prove to us that – and here, honestly, if they keep him, they're idiots. If he fails, Emery did everything he can do to revamp the entire defensive line or the the entire defensive team for him. He
2: picked up defensive players So if he can't make
0: this happen, then he, he, he needs to get fired, literally, right at the end of the season.
2: So realistically, last year the Bears were, what, 31st ranked on defense? Yep. Or 30. Yeah. What do you think they're going to do this year? Well, how good can they be? I think they'll be middle of the road, possibly. That's what I'm thinking, maybe
0: yeah. upper middle of the road. And I think what's going to drop them in, and again, I, I know what Emery's thinking is let's start with the front, put the pressure on, uh, let's stop the run and put the pressure on the cornerback. That way the balls that our safeties in our corners see are balls that they can possibly intercept and catch so we can get to create turnovers. Um, th- and that's why he's doing this. But my worry is, are the safeties good enough? to yeah. catch that ball and, and, and to make the turnovers. That's what's worrying me. The corners are, but then are you going to be overworking Tillman and Jennings all the time, and are yeah. they going to get hurt eventually? And then that's my worry, and that's why I think the safety position right now, if you look at player-wise, is the one that's scared me the most because the safeties need to help Jennings and
2: Tillman out. Yeah, I agree. Um, the one good thing is, though, as we said before, we do got a lot of defensive linemen, and everything starts at the line. If we get a good pass rush, it's going to make everyone look good, even Chris Connie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Breaks down everything. I mean, you
1: got to stop the run. The Bears sucked at stopping the run last year, and the teams just kept running, and they got uh, short third down uh, You know, play third and three, third and four, and those are easy to convert because you got so many different things you can do. You keep the defense on your heels. Now, they tried to address that problem by uh, bringing all these uh, young guys, drafting Will Sutton, Ferg- Eagle Ferguson, and then uh, you, got the, you got the drafts. You got uh, not the drafts, the free agencies, you know, Lamar Houston. You got an Allen, hopefully. I know he's getting older, but hopefully he can apply some type of pass rush to get the ball out of the quarterback's hand quicker, make him rush, make him throw that bad throw. That can help a, a, not the best. Uh, secondary out if you got a good defense stopping the run making a third and long you know they're gonna pass now that'll help that and if you can get a rush on Allen where the quarterback got to throw quickly that'll make everybody on the team including the secondary look better got it yeah
0: all right so you guys ready to jump into the best part of the show I'm excited about it let's do it offensive uh, offensive players all right we're gonna start getting this ready guys but really quick uh, I'm gonna leave you with us and we'll be right back thank you everyone for your continued support and for helping us spread the word of wcsn the windy city sports network we get a lot of questions on where can you find us it's easy and it's simple First look at our social networking. Our Facebook and Twitter accounts are blowing up. Follow us on our Twitter account at WCSN, the number three. Like us on our Facebook page at Windy City Sports Network. We post all our shows on all our social media sites. Easy access listening. You wanted it, you got it. Our biggest platform right now is iTunes. If you have any Apple, iOS device, iPhones, or iPads, download the iTunes podcast app. It's free. Once downloaded in the search bar, put in Windy City Sports Network, and you will find both of our amazing shows. The key here is to click on our show, then subscribe to it. From then on, you will always get our most recent show. Please leave us comments and drop us a review. We are the first sports network that listens to the fans because we're fans, and we adapt to what the fans want. If you don't like Apple, that's fine. On any Android or Windows device, download the Stitcher radio app. Stitcher is spelled S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. It's free, too. In the search bar, put Windy City Sports Network, and you will get us. Favorite us, like us, leave us comments. We are also available on SoundCloud. In the search bar, enter both shows, WTR, Wrestle Talk Radio, and CSCR, Chicago Sports Crunch Radio, and you will find us both there. Again, we respect and value our fans' opinions. Please like, follow, review, favorite But most importantly, leave us comments. Our motto here at WCSN is for the fans, by the fans. We are fans. And we want to entertain you, the fans of Chicago. The best fans in the world. Lastly, email us your opinions, ideas, and or questions at WindyCitySportsNetwork at gmail.com. We would love your insight and questions will be shared on our shows. This is Big Nick from Studio 1 at the Windy City Sports Network for the fans by the fans. All right guys, we're back. That was just some insight where you guys can catch us and find us. Give us input, give us insight. Good stuff there. So next on our plate, next on our agenda, we're going to be looking at top ten. Or no, I'm sorry, top five offensive players. We're going to go offense now. We didn't want to do the defense because then it would be like a three-hour show. We'll do that on the next Bears uh, talk where we'll go over the defense top five. But right now we're going to be looking at our uh, top 5 by bi-offensive positions. Uh, in the NFL, and uh, obviously we're going to start with quarterback. This is going to be uh, some great discussions, some great talk. Uh, we did a lot of heavy research on this, the talk at it stat-wise and everything. Um, so uh, I think what we're going to do now is go over this, and then like I said, we're going to go over the defense on the next show, which is probably going to be about right after uh, July 24th, which is the first uh, camp of Bears. And then I think what we're going to end up doing about towards the end of camp is we're going to start going through over top five or top three uh bears of all time by position which is going to be very interesting as well too so um we are going to start
2: with quarterback right guys yeah let's most important position in the football field the most popular position in the football field all
0: right so you want to start with number one because i think we might have the same and this time we didn't cheat off of each other yeah it's uh for me
2: it's joe montana
0: gotcha all right agree yeah, I got. I also have Joe Cool. So we think the same way here. So I mean, you, you can't knock the guy. Fifteen years he played, eight Pro Bowls, four Super Bowls, two MVPs, three Super Bowl MVPs. I mean, his stats just hand down. Hands down, he was the third pick in '79, uh, third round, eighty second pick. So I mean, overall, I think I mean, and I remember Joe Montana came out of Notre Dame. Uh, I, I never saw him play in college, but uh, amazing athlete. Uh, and in a way, you always wanted to be Joe Montana when you were watching the Forty Nine er games.
2: He was this guy was clutch, he, and he was a winner. He you know his regular season record was one seventeen and forty seven, and in the Super Bowl, he was four and zero. He threw eleven TDs with no picks. So this guy, I mean. This guy at Vane's cool as ice.
1: Yeah, they gave him the nickname Joe Cool. You know, I was a 49ers fan. Yes. I hate to say on the Bears show, but in the 80s I was. Yeah, I remember. You yeah, we were a huge
2: 49ers Didn't you have a
1: Niners jacket too in elementary school, I think? Yeah, for yeah. a little while yeah. until they took it away. Oh, who but took anyway. it away? <laughs> I don't want to get into that. Oh, okay. But uh, I, I also watched the Bears too, but I mean, Niners were on TV a lot because they were great. And uh, Joe was great in the big games, like Sammy has stated 11 and all touchdown to interception uh, ratio in uh, Super Bowl games is says it all for itself. Yeah. You know, I remember the drive in the 1988 uh, Super Bowl against uh, Cincinnati Bengals when you drove them all the way back down the field and they scored a winning touchdown. John Taylor caught in the end zone. Jerry Rice caught multiple catches on that drive.
2: I remember that was a hell of a Super Bowl game. It wasn't that the only game that Montana had where it was close. The rest of the Super Bowls were blowouts.
1: I think the the first one in Cincinnati. I think, I believe it was the early 81, 82 maybe when they beat. They also played Cincinnati then, and that was a close game. I didn't remember watching that game because I was a little young at the time. But I watched eighty eight game. So I think those two were close. The third one, the one after that, 89, they just blew out Denver 55 to 10, I believe. And then, uh, wait, they said he won four. So 88, 89, 84 against the Dolphins. Yes. That one wasn't that close either. So I think the two that were close were the 82 against Cincy and the 88 against Cincy. Dolphins was like 38 to like, I don't know, 10 or 13 or something.
0: Yeah, a great great leader, great general on the field. I mean, you look at his stats, 40,551 passing yards, 273 touchdowns, 139 interceptions. I mean, this guy, pure and simple, I mean, was the best quarterback I've ever seen play the game.
1: And you know what, guys? I know know nowadays they look at the combine, they look at the quarterback's arm strengths, they look at his size, they look at how fast he can run. Montana was a good athlete. But I don't know if he was great, especially in today's standard. He, he, he had a strong arm, but not like a rocket arm. No, but he this, thought
0: he was a great thinker of the game, and he was very strategic.
1: He was yes, he was very smart. He was very clutch. He had good players around him. He had a good coach too, but he was very good in the clutch. I think this is what separates him. Yeah, with a lot of the other great quarterbacks.
0: All right, uh, this is I think where things are going to start getting mixed up here. So number two, who do you got, Sammy?
2: I got John Elway.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Wow. You didn't pick your uh, your uh, childhood Marino.
2: quarterback? Dan Marino? John Elway. Yeah, I got uh, I got John Elway, better too. Better playoff record.
1: Yeah, what do you, who do you got? I got Dan
0: Marino. Uh, I got Dan Marino at three. Okay, I
2: got what Marino. What do you got, okay. Sammy, at three? I got Dan Marino at three.
0: Okay, so I, I got John Elway. Let's talk John Elway. Stanford guy. Uh, I mean, overall, nine Pro Bowls, two Super Bowls, one MVP, uh, one Super Bowl MVP, 51,000 yards, 300 touchdowns.
2: You know, John Elway was unbelievable. The strongest arm I've ever seen. Yes. Till this day. This guy would throw a 35-yarder, and he would whoop it. It'd be like a bullet. Uh, This guy was unbelievable. The only guy
0: I think they had that may have close enough arm was Brett Favre.
2: Yeah, Marino. Favre had strong arms. Marino had a strong arm, too. But, I mean, like John Elway, I don't think anyone had a cannon like that. I would be
0: scared to catch his
2: balls. (laughs) Yeah, he had a cannon. Well...
1: He's great, and uh, this is all, you know, subject to opinions. I got Marino at number two. He threw 48 touchdowns in 1984 when probably the second guy to him was probably at 25 or 30 at the most. Guys weren't throwing big number touchdowns like they were uh, nowadays. He had many uh, come from behind victories. I think he ranks uh, like sec- second in that, fourth quarter comebacks,
0: with, I well, uh, reason- believe,
1: 36. I don't think he had the team around him like exactly. John Elway had. Yeah, you know he's still, uh, selected to play in nine pro balls.
0: Okay. I would I, w- I would have picked Dan Marino at number two. The only reason I didn't uh, was because of the Super Bowl. He's never won one. He's like a Charles Barkley. Well, uh, yeah, he's no. he's third on the passing yards. He's got tons of touchdowns. I mean, four hundred and twenty. I mean, so I think he's second or third in touchdowns now too. But overall, I mean, the guy's yeah. stats amazing right. nine pro bowls one nvp uh, rookie of the year i mean his stats are amazing right the i mean guy this never guy, went to the super this Bowl, guy through yeah he never, he yeah, never won a super i know Bowl. but
1: football is a 22 player game even more with special teams and kickers and stuff i know quarterback is probably the mo- well it is i would say in my opinion the most in quarter most important position player in football but it's harder than like an nba for one guy to, to make t- such an impact yeah, I mean even though a quarterback is probably the greatest it is the greatest impact, it's still harder. I mean this guy threw five thousand over five thousand yards in nineteen eighty four. He has the highest career touchdown to interception differential at one sixty eight. He was surpassed that by a Peyton in two thousand and nine, but he held that record for quite a while. His touchdown record stood for nearly twenty years. You know.
2: Yeah, you know I don't you know, I I dropped him number three and the reason why I did was because he was 8-10 and 10 in the playoffs as a starter. Mm-hmm. Not only that, in his career, he had 86.4 QB rating, and that dropped to 77.1 in the playoffs. So those are the main reasons why he dropped him. But he, he was a beautiful player, my favorite player. Right, a, I remember you growing up. Yeah, you Taw- loved Taw- yeah. Taw- I loved Dan Marino. Yeah, I was
1: a Montana fan, you were Marino. Yeah,
2: but uh, you, you got to win that big game.
1: No, I yeah. I know what you're saying. And you never yeah. won yeah. that Especially big Especially at game. quarterbacks, it puts you. It gives you that status. It puts you over the hump. Yeah. You know, and just watching him play because some of my decisions were based on what I watched and what I saw. That's why some of the older guys, they may be well, not in this topic right here, but maybe in our later subjects, they might be, they should be rated higher. Some might may argue, but uh, I like that Marino didn't get sacked. He didn't run around and he got the ball quicker than. I think anybody ever seen he got the ball off. Great yeah.
2: point. Great yeah. point. And That's true.
1: Yeah, he was fun to watch. And he yeah, was, and I remember seeing yeah.
0: Marino throw the ball from the left side of the field across the field all the way to the right oh. side and, and nail you right oh, in the chest. Oh, yeah,
1: he had an amazing arm and yeah. a quick release.
2: He didn't have no legs, though. No. The guy wasn't he a was scrambler a pocket passer at all. Yeah, he was, yeah, a pocket he was passer. totally pocket, yeah. but no w- scrambling
1: ability. No, but he got the ball off so quickly that it, it was irrelevant. You know,
2: And you know what, guys, I also want to add this, and Phil Sims brought this up when I was watching a football game. They were talking about these guys now like Peyton Manning, he had over 5,000 yards, Drew Brees. He said, let me tell you something, if Dan Marino played today, he'd have 7,000 yards. Yes. That's true. Yeah, that, that is true. Would I think all those yards. guys would have.
1: Yeah, Elway, all those guys would have. The football has changed so much. They changed the rules so much. It's like what well, we talked about baseball and just the just juicing m- and the steroids. Think
0: how many times these guys used to get hit because of all those rules that they have now, but they didn't have back then.
1: Not just that. They used to be able to jam the receivers exactly. for 10 yards. Yeah. Now you just you can't touch them. Now you just touch them. 40 yard penalty, pass interference, 40 yard penalty. It's easy now. They wanted to do this. They didn't want 10 to 7 games. Yeah, but here's 13 to 10 games. This is how
0: good these guys are. Even with Drew Brees, with all these, I still don't consider Drew Brees as a top 10.
2: No, I don't know about that. I consider him a top 10. I don't consider him a top 5. He's in a good system. So, I mean, yeah, for, him, for to have these guys,
0: don't. these old guys still on the top lists for a lot of people, I still think that means a lot to people or to everyone that, hey, you guys still got these old guys I agree. when all these other guys are doing what they're I doing. I
1: agree, because the rules are so much in favor of the newer guys, yeah. the newer quarterbacks. All right, so basically we're we're sort of
0: in agreement for Montana, Elway, Marino, or or, or Montana, Marino, Elway, so the, the well, top three we sort of have is just in a different actually, order. Actually, i got Tom Brady. At what number? Three. Who do you have at? What? Wait, 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 wait. Montana, Marino at two.
1: Yeah. Three. uh, I got Tom Tom, Brady. Where's Elway? Elway's four. Jesus Christ. Hey, that's my list.
2: All right. Who do you (laughs) got at number four? I got Peyton Manning.
0: I've got Tom Brady at four. wow. That was like. I got got Manning at four. Brady
2: at five. What do you guys got at five? I've got Brett Favre at five. Ah, Brett Favre. I disagree with you there. Uh, Brett Favre, he had th- that talented Packers team that he won the Super Bowl oh, with, oh, but he made a lot oh, of big hold, mistakes. Hold on, hold on a second. He made huge
0: mistakes. Brett Favre never had any good receivers. He made those receivers Pro Bowl receivers. If you grab those receivers. Antonio
2: Freeman was pretty Sterling good. Sharp. If you yeah, those receivers, career, yeah.
0: If you grabbed those receivers and put them on any other team, they would not be Pro Bowl receivers.
1: No, Sterling Sharp was a Pro Bowl receiver. That's it. I think Freeman was our. But I don't think Freeman he had, could have played on
0: another team. He wouldn't be making I don't think Pro he
1: Bowl. had awesome receivers, no. He made Pro Bowl receivers. To some degree, yes.
0: That's why I have Brett Favre on the top and his arm that he had and the punishment the guy used to take and for the stats that he has. I mean, yeah. you can't take that away. So, all right. Okay, so, let me, so let Tom me, Brady, I got yeah, four.
1: okay. You so got t- num- Okay, I got him number three. Because his postseason uh, record is 18-8. Uh, and eight. great, Yeah, great yeah, clutch player. His, his playoff win total is the highest in uh, NFL Actually, history. besides
0: Joe Montana, I think Tom Brady has the, the second best
1: clutch you quarterback. Know, he made it to five Super Bowls. Yep. I know, you know, talking about Marino, they didn't make it to none. But, you know, I'm going to use this argument for him. He made it to five. He won three of those, you know uh let's see nine-time pro bowler three super bowls
0: two nvp nfls two super bowl nvps 50 he's currently at 49,000 yards 359 touchdowns only 134 interceptions the dude was picked in the sixth round 199th pick overall
1: right i mean that's why the, you can't solely go by combo the combine numbers that these uh are- they go by. I know they're important, but in a quarterback, it's not all about yeah. running. I mean,
2: come he, on. He's, it's amazing. Tom Brady, he is amazing. I mean, look at his regular season record. It's better than Montana's. He's 148 and 43. 148 wins, 43 losses. Here's a question. So he's a winner. Here's a question. It for reminds you guys. me a lot of if Joe the, Montana. Do,
0: do you think Tom Brady's going to get another quarterback, or, or or do you think he's ever going to go to another Super Bowl?
2: Well, he could with that with that Patriot team. I mean, how many years? He's probably got two years left. Two
0: years, I think. Yeah. And all right. So if he wins another Super Belichick. Bowl, if he wins another Super Bowl, what do you put him at second? Behind Montana, he
2: well, could I... be number one. It'd be close. It could be a toss up.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, he already beat Montana's yardage. He already beat his TDs.
2: I know, but like we say, I don't
1: go solely on stats because okay. of the today's NFL is so in favor of the quarterback and wide How many receivers. Super Bowls
0: did Montana go to total?
1: He went to four and he won all four. Okay, yeah. how many Super Bowls did Tom Brady go to? He went to five and won three.
0: Yeah, and then he goes to another one and that's going to be six and one four. Me,
2: well, let me just say this, guys. That's it. Let but, me just say this. Montana was great, but... He had the most talented guys around, around him. Around him, look at him. He had Roger, John Taylor, Roger Jerry Craig. Rice, Roger Craig, Clark. I mean, this guy had such a talented team around him. Rathman, Tom Rathman, yes, that Tom top Rathman, fullback. Full yeah, yeah. And yeah, he, had, he look, did. Look at all. And he the had defense. a genius coach. Yeah. Bill Walsh. Yeah, Charles Haley. I mean, he had and Brady great...
0: doesn't have great players. He makes he, players great. Uh,
2: yeah.
1: He had some great players. Okay,
2: let me ask you guys this question. Okay, here's my question. You got John Elway, right? John Elway was two and three in Super Bowls. If you swap John Elway, Joe Montana, John Elway on Joe Montana team, how many Super Bowls does he win? Could be three. Could be even be four.
0: If you put John yeah. Elway on the 49ers. On the 49ers. Yeah, could be. Oh, I think he, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, and, I think and he you would put, do
2: good. If you put Montana on, on, on Elway's teams, I think he only wins two Super Bowls because those AFC teams where Elway went to three of those Super Bowls, they were outgunned by the NFC.
0: Yeah, yeah know, the NFC in, was stronger yeah, back then, back especially in those days, defensively. Yeah,
2: back in those days, the NFC championship was a Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. So Montana, he couldn't overcome the difference in talent between the AFC and NFC. So a lot of times, like we were saying earlier, it's, it's a team game. How come you guys didn't have Manning on your top five? None of you guys. Well, nice I got, I got Manning.
0: No, I got Manning at six. Now here's my thing with Manning. I think Manning will be a top five player, and I think he'll probably prepa- uh, surpass Brett Favre. I think right when he's done. Uh, I mean, uh, he's got one Super Bowl, thirteen Pro Bowls, five uh, five MVPs, one Super Bowl MVP. Uh, Sixty. I mean, he's got the stats. I honestly think at the end of his career, I will have, end up having Peyton Manning and well, Brett Favre.
1: Well, see. Okay, if you just look at the stats and even kind of look at watching them. See, I got far and I kind of cheated. I got far, like in Manning 5A, 5B. Okay, just watching them, Manning looks like he's better. And he probably may be a little better. But I like Farr's style a little more. He was a little more of a gunslinger. So at four, you had Brady, right? No, at three I had Brady, four I had John Elway. Okay, and then who's your five? I got like, I kind of cheated because I had a so hard time. I got five Favre,
0: Peyton, Manning. Yes. So you're in my same boat. I'm about the same way because it was really hard. I almost put Favre or oh, oh, Manning I would as like five. to see
1: Peyton's numbers a little better in the playoffs. Not saying Far had an awesome playoff. Yeah. He didn't. He threw some crucial interceptions. He threw one in 2009. It would have been great to see The Minnesota Vikings against uh, the Colts. I agree. Yeah, and he threw that long well. You had a great field goal kicker. You were inside that dome, but he got – that's what made him great but also caused him some problems. He took too many risks, Yeah, and he got it intercepted.
0: Yeah, I think I'm in the same position, both Brett Favre and Peyton Manning, and honestly, I could have put Peyton Manning at 5-2. Yeah.
2: You know what the funny thing is, guys? If you look at Tom Brady and you look at Peyton Manning, and if you ask anyone – you know, they'll tell you that Tom Brady is a way better performer in the playoffs. But according to the QB rating, and I know this is not everything, Peyton Manning has a higher career QB rating than Tom Brady. Yes. He has 89.2 to 87.5. And you know what? I know you guys will never guess this. Out of all the quarterbacks of all time, who do you think has the highest QB rating in the playoffs? He,
0: well, you, you, I you, would you, say, would, you would say, I Montana. say Montana. Yeah. But you know who has it's a higher not. rating
2: than him? It's Drew Brees. I couldn't believe it. Drew oh, Brees Drew is Brees. six and five in the playoffs. He, he has a hundred point rating. To Montana has a ninety five point six. I couldn't believe it. Wow, wow! You would have. Ne- I would have never
1: thought that. See one thing. Yeah, that that's that's an impressive stat. I would have never guessed that either. Oh, even I know Breeze does good too, but yeah. I didn't know he was up there that high. See, the thing I liked about Favre, his longevity, yes. his toughness, his Ironman streak. He played in Green Bay where it's te- it gets ten degrees, five degrees in the winter. Manning played in that dome. That yep. dome helps you a little bit. It helps you for scoring. It helps you. It helps you uh, inside. It's easier to throw the ball when it's not ten degrees outside. Far played in all those shitty conditions in Green Bay and in the Central. He played a lot of teams. Well, Vikings had a dome, but he played the Bears. It was also cold in Chicago. He played those teams. Well, Tampa was warm, but still. That's you know, a great
2: point. Yeah, wow, that is a great point. I, I didn't. Th- I never thought of it that way, and that's an awesome point. Yeah, the guy took that a beating, a man. Point. He the took, a beating. took a beating. Yeah.
0: All right. So, f- who did you have at five, Sammy?
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, you have? Well, well, I had. This is what I had. I had four Peyton Manning. I had five. I had Tom Brady, and then at six.
1: Wait 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 wait, oh, wait, wait, wait.
2: So you had
0: you had Montana at number one, Elway at number two, Marino at three,
2: four. I had Peyton Manning. Okay. Five. I had Tom Brady. Okay. That's that's a good list. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I had I had I think that if Peyton Manning was on the Patriots, I think uh,
0: I think he would have won a lot more Super Bowls. Yeah.
2: Um. So it's close. Those two obviously they can go either way. At number six, I had Favre. I had Favre right behind him, and then I had uh, Drew Brees. Oh. You know what's amazing with Drew Brees? What? Who do you got at six? I didn't really, I didn't really keep going. Yeah, I got Favre, and yeah. then I got Brees, and then uh, where's Steve Young? Steve you know Young what? was great
1: too, but he did it. I know what Sammy's probably going to say. I know he thinks he had a Joe Montana team. Joe Montana and all those
2: super bowls when yeah. he was a backup. He, well, he had a stacked team, Steve Young, and he didn't play in a league that long. I don't think how many years did he play? I, I
0: have Steve Young at seven, and he was because one of my he was favorite in a USCFL. That he yeah. was in that other. Yeah, yeah.
2: well. You know what, looking at that, I didn't look up uh Steve Young's stats. His his win winning stats might even be better than Montana's his career rating.
0: Yeah, he's got and he's his- got seven Pro Bowls, two league MVPs, one Super Bowl. He only MVP. won one
2: in ninety four.
0: One what? Super Bowl. He, well, he, he... Well, no, he, he was prob- As a starter. Yeah. As a starter, yeah, but yeah, he has three he a... total. The two were Montana. That's true. That's true. He's got yeah. 252 touchdowns, 333 uh, passing yards, thousand passing yards. I, I, I had Steve Young on there. I, he, I'm going to be honest with you. I was a Steve Young fan. I like.
2: I never liked them.
1: I loved. I never him. liked, him. liked them. He was like He was like my Dan yeah. Marino. I, to you? I, I liked them. I like Steve Young. Do you guys remember the play against the Minnesota Vikings? I believe it was like 87. When he was stumbling, he ran for 49 yard yes, touchdowns, and, yes. and he stumbled, yeah, in the and he stumbled into the end zone. At
2: that time, he was the second best running quarterback to Randall Cunningham. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he was the second best running quarterback. Th- remember Randall Cunningham? Yep. Oh, what an athlete he was. I loved, he was awesome. I loved
0: him. I used to wear the number seven. I remember when we played at Gomps, remember? Yeah, yeah. I used he was to wear awesome. the number seven
1: flag on my thing. I, I still remember that, uh, I don't know if it was Banks or one of the New York Giants hitting him on a Monday night game, right in the, like, uh, Thigh area, and this guy just stood up and threw a touchdown in the right corner of the end zone. Wow! And you guys remember Randall retired? He came back to guide Minnesota fifteen and one, and they almost went
0: I, to the Super Bowl. Yep, they yep. lost like against the Falcons. Yes, barely yeah. they lost. Yeah. Barely. Now he owns a construction company.
2: They had such a talented team. They had Randy Moss and Chris Carter as yeah. wide receivers. Yeah. Holy crap! Was that? I was hoping they would go to the Super Bowl. I even wanted. Though. I don't like the Vikings. No, you know, I, I f-
0: like
1: Randall. I was a big fan of Randall right. Cuttingham. So
0: did you guys have Johnny Unitas anywhere?
1: No,
2: it's I mean, hard for me to because I, got, I didn't I had watch so those guys. Yeah, okay. I had you know who I had at eight. Believe it or not, Aaron Rodgers. Uh not yet. I, you know how about hey, how I, about Big Ben? Uh, what? Big Ben. No way. Not even close. How did you just what say his name?
1: Big Ben Ross. No way. What do you mean, <laughs> no no do you mean? He, won, he won two Super
0: Bowls? I don't, yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Terry Bradshaw deserves to be on there before this guy does.
2: Yeah, Terry Bradshaw, I think, won four.
0: You got but- Terry Bradshaw, Starbuck, Tarkenton.
1: <laughs> Starbucks, <laughs> big Raffles Ben wow. Big uh, Ben is a—he's an
2: underrated quarterback, guys. He, he doesn't he, get his due. I, I like him because he extends plays. He he's extends a big plays. Guy he makes winner, things happen. But as yes, far he's as a being winner, a top quarterback. No, I, I wouldn't. No, give it to not big even ben. close. Let me, uh, no. let me I, ask you guys right now: Who's the best quarterback in the world. Who would you rather have, Big Ben
1: or Jay Cutler on the team? If right, you can right, trade right now, Jay, if you can trade
0: Jay Cutler for Big Ben, Cutler—he's younger right now. Are you talking about prime?
2: Or? No, no,
1: no, no, no! Right now, if I, they, I'd
2: rather have Cutler. I think he's younger. I, I don't know how much younger Cutler is than not, him, but,
1: he's got two years left. He's not much younger. Big, ben, big Ben's taking mean, a big lot Ben's of punishment. Like yeah, he's taking a lot of punishment. That is the true. Way he plays because he holds the ball too long. Yeah, yeah. and he thinks he's probably He-Man was that yeah. six five or six four. He's a big guy. I'll that's, tell that, you this. That's my that's my uh, twin. twin. That's, for,
2: that's my body. Yeah. yeah, for one big game. I would take Roethlisberger. If you told me who you want, it's a Super Bowl. You want oh, Cutler, call yeah, because of the experience. I'll take yeah, Big Ben. He's just more cool under pressure. He's not going to lose you the game.
1: I, I think, yeah, I think I would pick Roethlisberger. I, you're, you're, I, on, I, you're on crack. Guys, Go I'm going to you know. tell you.
2: I'm over to, over, over uh, Cutler. I'll, I'll tell you guys this right now. I'll tell you this right now. Look out for Aaron Rodgers. When this guy's career is said and done, this guy could be in the top three. I'm telling you. This guy is underrated. This guy is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. He doesn't have any receivers either. He's another
0: guy. Yeah, he doesn't. I, I'll give he him does, that.
2: He's, he does a great job. He doesn't make any mistakes. And uh, no, he's this guy's very, unbelievable. I'm telling you. I, I mean, he's th- I best. rather have this guy than anybody.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, who would and you uh, have yeah, right
2: now, today in the NFL, quarterback wise, yeah,
0: right jo- now, Johnny Manziel. <laughs> 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 no, um, who would you have? One guy. If if I could choose to, to build my franchise and build a team off of, I would have to go with Rodgers. He's got the best arm. He's he's yeah. he's agile. He's
2: mobile. Yeah. I mean, See, these guys, Manning and Brady, they're great. But their they're well, careers well, are winding well, out. Well, no, Brad but not or, only that, but I'll tell you something. Okay, if you have a team where you're a 17-point underdog, you don't have a good line, you don't have good receivers, Aaron Rodgers is the type of guy that will carry you better than those guys.
1: Well, he's more athletic. He can uh, extend yeah. the play. He don't, he don't can... make
2: mistakes either, Jackman. He no, doesn't he doesn't make any mistakes. Too, he
1: doesn't throw too many turnovers. interceptions. No, he doesn't. No. The Bear, right. We play
2: him well. The Bears play him well, but he he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Uh, I'll no, tell no, you great.
1: another
0: guy I really like that I would have, which I, I would need to build this team around. I know I would love Aaron Rodgers. I I really like Cam Newton. A lot.
2: Uh, Cam Newtons. He, he's an athlete. He's 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 a great he's a runner. He's got a great yeah, he's arm. A he's a pretty good thrower too. He's a pretty good thrower. He's not they just a runner. They said in the
0: locker room, this guy's amazing. That one year he had yep. that where he was bitter and depressed. He had that one shitty he changed year. Changed
1: it around, and they said that he he finally became a leader on the field. Well, his his father and his brother sat him down, and they watched footage of him pounding on the Pouting on, on the, the sidelines and stuff. And they and he said, "Wow, that's how that's how I looked." They said, "Yeah." So he looked at himself in the mirror. And he said, "I'm going to change," and he did. He had, yeah. a, he had a good said, last year, and he took. That's a talented Carolina team. They said that defense. in the
0: locker room, this guy gave some amazing speeches. They said to the players, "I mean, I was like, they, they, I was like, this guy just turned from one." I year. think he's
2: solid. I, yeah, I'm not high on him. I mean, well, I'm high on him I, as a player. Yeah. He's six foot seven. You know, he's one of those guys that he doesn't come around that often. He's he was the number one overall pick. It's obviously he's athletic and he's great and everything, right. but he's just not really a pocket passer. He's not. Like honestly, oh. I would say color just as good as him in the pocket.
1: I think he throws Sounded in the like pocket a little choking. bit more. You know,
2: I, <laughs> I, I don't know. Were, I thought you stopped breathing for a no, second. No, <laughs> I,
1: I wouldn't say he's just totally a running quarterback. Right, he's I, not. He's not like Michael Vick. I, I forgot
0: one guy that what I would probably trump Cam Newton on. You would what? I would trump Cam Newton and go with this guy.
1: Who's Who that? Drew Brees? Adam Luck. Well. He had a great rookie season. The, the dude's a stud. And yeah.
0: you can
2: Andrew Luck, yeah, Andrew, Andrew Luck. Luck's a stud. Andrew and, Luck's a future and, and you, star. And you, can, yeah. he's a future star. You can
1: build
0: yeah. your future and your team around Andrew. Yeah, Luck. he's great. And I think that if you bring Luck in, he reminds me of Peyton Manning. I know they're on the Colts and Colts, but I mean he's the, much more athletic yeah, and bigger and stronger I, than I Manning. I really is. like Luck, but Luck he is, is sort of like you know,
1: well, Manning's not bad athletic wise, but he's a great. He's got that great mind, and he knows where everyone's at.
0: Last year, Josh, Josh McNown, McCown was uh, ranked uh, had the third highest uh, quarterback rating. Wow, that's nuts! Yes, yeah, he was behind Nick Foles and Manning. Where does Cutler rank on that? Cutler is not even. Uh, Cutler's thirteenth. Yeah, yeah, you know, guys,
2: back to Cam Newton. Cam Newton's a runner. I mean, look at his last three years. Yeah, but he's got an iron. Well, lo- lo- yeah, what, what, what did he pass well, last year? I well, think Cam, Cam
0: Newton?
1: Newton's a little bit more of a passer than you give him well, credit for. Cam, okay. Newton, Cam passed Newton passed rushed. for yeah, he- three
0: thousand. He he passed for three thousand three hundred and seventy nine yards,
2: twenty four TDs, thirteen picks, which is which is good for this for this day and age. But it's not great. I don't think it's great. No, but it's still good. Yeah, but not only that. But look at this guy's a runner. How how many yards did he rush for? He rushed for five hundred and eighty five yards last year. The year before, seven forty one. The year before, seven oh six. So this guy he's he's a running quarterback. Right, but I think it's going to slow down now. Obviously, no, it's going to slow down. But.
1: Yeah, 3,000 yards and 24 TDs is passing, nothing to yeah. sneeze at. So
2: What I'm saying is this. This guy's never going to be a <laughs> Drew Brees. He's never going to be a Peyton Manning. He's never going to be a Tom Brady.
1: That was I loved that yeah. line, Jackman. Yeah. <laughs> That's nothing to sneeze at. No, it's not. He may not be, but I think he's more of a passing quarterback, and he, as he gets older, he's going to even pass more. Physically, and I, the guy's
2: great. Physically, he's t- you know he's huge. Yeah. He's six foot seven. Right. No, no,
1: I know. But I, I can we move to I think running he's back? Pretty good. Yeah, passer also. Running back. Now let's stay
0: on this. Now
2: I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> let's stay let's on start on arguing, fighting back and Bullshit. forth.
0: <laughs> yeah. No way you guys have Brett Favre as your number six. <laughs> um. Uh, all right. So I think uh, I know what Mush's number one is going to be, and I think me and uh, Sammy have the same one as number one. Okay, I
1: got sweetness. Walter Payton. I knew it. Yeah, I got Walter Payton also. Oh, yeah.
2: Barry Sanders. Hey, what, what kind of bear fan are you, man? <laughs> right. What kind this of is bear, bear fan show are this and a you? You picked a show, Detroit. Barry <laughs> Sanders, our nemesis. Get out of the mic, Nick. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> Taking over. <laughs> yeah. Come I on. Have, big, I have
0: Barry as the number one. He's actually. He didn't play long enough. I, I know that's, he didn't. That's but my you, argument against him. If he if he played even longer, I think the stats that he had. I mean, he still blew away guys that were playing for double the
1: years he played
2: uh Payton's got two things over Barry Sanders number one one Super Bowl he, well yeah
1: well, he won his, I, I don't I don't rate him as much highly as, as the
0: quarterbacks in yeah. that respect he's but, only five hundred he only has five hundred more five hundred more yards than uh than Barry Sanders Walter yeah. Payton
2: well but the thing is and one
0: more touchdown
2: well he and he uh, played
0: 3 less years Barry Sanders. But he was
2: a better receiver. He was a better receiver from the backfield. He was a great I'm sure He was a great better he was blocker. A great two, blocker. Yeah. So he was a little bit more Versa- all around. This guy never missed a game. Sanders obviously was pretty durable.
0: Yeah.
2: If Sanders had his mindset, if Sanders had if Sanders had the 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 mentality that Brett Favre has, that Peyton Manning has, were I want to break every record. He would have broke every record. I'm not. He, this he guy. Killed he would have him. rushed for over twenty thousand yes, yards. Yes, killed it. If he would have played three more years, even two more years, I would have took him over Peyton. Yeah, I, I, I've got him number now, one
0: because of that. And I, and that I think if he did play the longevity of twelve to thirteen years, I think that he would have been the, the all time leader to this day.
1: Plus, I like Walter Payton's running style better. He was a more north and south runner with a lot of toughness. This guy would deliver the blow at you. So I didn't you... watch him in his prime, but I did remember him playing. Who do
0: you guys have at two? I'm guessing Sanders. I have
1: Barry Sanders. Okay. Oh, I dude, don't, know. don't I'm... tell me you don't even have him at two? I'm back and forth between him and Emmett. Oh. I know. Okay, if you just look at talented, I would say Barry Sanders.
2: Sanders number one. Him and Jim Brown probably for talent. Yeah.
1: But I like Emmett, Emmett Smith again for his longevity. And his he stats in the 15... Super Bowl, too. But right. you've got the same
0: thing with Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith, you've got he was surrounded by a great team. Great Jerry Aikman, Michael great Orvin, line. the best offensive right.
1: line ever. I mean, literally. You know, but he did good even in his later years. Even in like, you know, even like, I know he had a great team so around him. would you
2: have at three? I had Emmett Smith at number three. I yeah, had two I Sanders, had, okay. three Emmett Smith. I, I had, had
1: Sanders, one, Payton, two, Emmett
0: okay. Smith, three. I had Barry at three. Wow, all right, yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, I'll give you, Emmitt Smith's stats, amazing. I mean, eight Pro Bowls, three Super Bowls, two MVPs, one Super Bowl MVP, 18,355 yards, 164 touchdowns. I mean, by far, like, the best stats than any running back. And to be honest with you, I did contemplate even moving this guy possibly to number one because he has all the stats.
2: You know, to tell you the truth, in my personal opinion, I think Barry Sanders had the best stats because uh, he played a lot shorter time. Nine years. And he had five yards per carry. Yeah. This guy, Emmett Smith, had 4.2 yards. Yeah. Right. His I mean, career. but the but, but, reason I rank
0: lower is because of the fact that we just said he had a great team around him. And I think if you put him on, like, a, a shitty team He would have not had these numbers
2: Yeah he no, would have still uh, been great though He, yeah. he would have been good He yeah. tough as
0: nails But I
1: don't think he would have been e- At those even numbers Even in his last couple of years When he was on the Cardinals He still did alright You know Some of that yards per carry Is because of Sanders You know He kind of quit in his pretty much Well he fine. didn't It's fine. not that he quit well, it was a huge well, problem that he had with the Detroit
0: Lions organization, the general manager. Whatever. He They've stopped, lied to he him. him and he, Why did yeah. he go somewhere else, though? He they, wouldn't said that le- they, they, they wouldn't, would, him would, they wouldn't, him. wouldn't you let, let him trade what he wanted to be traded. The Lions paid his contract out so he could sit out and no one else would sign him.
2: Wow, so terrible. he stayed, yeah. he
0: stayed yeah. at home for two more years of his contract and they continued to pay him because they didn't want him to pay for anyone else.
2: You know what was sad about that's him? That's what was bullshit about him. He it. played on so many bad teams. He had a horrible offensive
0: teams. line, Barry Sanders, and, and look at the numbers he did.
1: No, he's talent-wise, he's like...
2: He was the best. Talent-wise, he was. in my opinion, he was the best, without a doubt. And
0: I just feel that the Detroit Lions screwed him, and then you know what? He just said, you know what? Screw it. He just had a bad taste in his mouth. I read an article one time when they were talking to him, and he just said, after the Lions did that to me, I really had a bad taste in my mouth, and I really didn't want anything to do with football anymore after that. Because he did want to go elsewhere, and he was actually demanding a trade or to try to have them waive him so he can go sign elsewhere, and the Lions wouldn't do that because they had so much animosity. So yeah, they basically told right. this guy, you know what, screw you. I'm going to pay you your contract for two years, and you're going to sit at home and do jack shit right now.
2: That's a shame because he yeah. was so loyal to those teams. Those teams sucked.
1: Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah, they, and, they, they had a couple decent years yeah. over Scott Yeah, but, yeah. but, but, but still, they weren't that good. And and nowadays, you
0: can't do that because the player union got so much strength that they would tell them, you hey to the organization. Hey, you can't do that. You yeah. need to make sure you cut this guy so he can go f- somewhere else. But back then, the player union didn't have that much strength that yeah, they do now. It anymore. was yeah. such
2: a different game. Back yeah, then.
1: yeah. But I just like you know Emmett Smith for his longevity, and uh, you can go either way on that. But I wouldn't risk Emmett. So you know,
2: to get off the subject a little bit about you know the player union and all that. Are we going to talk about Michael Sam again? No, we're not going to talk right. about that. We're going to talk about. Do you remember Monday Night Football when Mike Ditka grabbed? I believe it was. Was it Emory Moorhead's face mask and grabbed his face mask and yes. get back on the field and yeah. he got all up in his face? Yeah. Imagine if a coach did. They he, would have
0: had him find Even stuff. if you're,
2: nah, you would be fired. Even if yeah. you're Bill Belichick, you'd be gone. Yeah. If you, you'd, think, you think fired? Without a doubt. In today's NFL, to put your hands on a player like him, you'd be gone. You'd yeah. be fired. Even if you're Bill Belichick. Even if you're Bill Belichick. Well,
0: here, here's my take on that stuff. I loved Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight, in my opinion, was a great coach.
2: (laughs) I love Bobby Knight, too. But
0: that guy could not make it in the modern-day coaching world. And, like, the shit he used to do... No way. He would be sued
2: in court and probably doing jail time right now for the shit he did. No way. But, uh,
0: like... Yeah, you can't do that anymore. No. Everyone is so sensitive that you can't. I remember high school coaches doing that to you. I agree. where they would grab your face mask and like, yeah, yeah. And it's just like now you can't even do that, or the kid's going to go home tell mom and dad, or the player's going to put a lawsuit on the team, or whatever. It's just it's a shame that pe- that this world has got so incen- or so sensitive to the point where you can't even do stuff like that.
2: Well, yeah, it's it, it, you know it's it a is. different even back in the day. You know what I liked about back in the day, players didn't showboat. They would get a touchdown, and and that's it. Now you see these guys; they're doing these, they're they're doing these little dances dances, and all that.
1: Act like you made it; you've been there before.
2: Yeah. So you know, some things today have gotten better, and then there's some things today that have gotten worse.
1: Yeah, you know, there's. Yeah, that's a whole nother subject. But football, they got a. I don't know. I kind of missed the football vault. You got so many penalties. You got so many. Some of it is okay to protect the quarterbacks because I do like to see the star quarterbacks well, it's playing. All
2: the, the all new concussion stuff too. That's why they got well, all. Well, you know things. what? It, I'll tell you what it's about. Sorry, you want to no t- okay, go ahead. I'll t- I'll tell you what it's about, guys. See, we're pure football guys. We like the smash mouth. We like the running. We like these things. What football did is. They did it for the fans. They said, let's bring more fans. They want to we'll see higher scoring games. We'll bring more scoring. You'll get like you know, more these half-ass fans. Yeah, yeah. Half fans. yeah, casual and you bring fans, a man not And hards. you bring business. Yeah, same thing happened with baseball. I know the guys were on steroids, but I think the ball was juiced.
1: They did a purpose. The ball was juiced and they were on steroids, and the guys yeah. didn't care because they were bringing in revenue and bringing in new yeah. fans. Yeah. And,
2: and baseball hit a, hit a low at that point. It was after the strike. Business wasn't good. They said, we're going to juice the ball.
1: They yeah. needed something to get a spike in the Fans' interest. All right, who do you guys got at four? I got uh,
2: Marshall Falk.
1: Wow. Wow. And, and yeah. I got LT, LaDainian Thompson. Okay, I got I'm him. I'm a big Chargers fan. I got him in tied at five. I got Jim
2: Brown. I got Jim Brown at five.
0: I got Jimmy Brown at four, and I've got LT at five. Well, tied at five with another guy. So,
2: Sam, you want to talk about uh, Marshall a little well, bit? Well, the reason why I like Marshall Falk was he was the best receiving – Running back of all time. This guy had over a thousand yards as a receiver. I believe him and Roger Craig had one year, two yeah, I think over a thousand yards. Roger
1: Craig was the first to do it, I and believe.
2: Th- yeah, this guy. I th- there was even a couple years he probably had like over eight hundred. He, he, I mean, he could do it all. He can run. He could be a receiver. And I like my running back to be an all-around back. And I thought that, uh, you know, Marshall Faulk was the greatest there ever was as a receiver, and that's why I have him at number four.
1: Yeah, he was he was a very good player, very fun to watch. Uh, him and Manning hooked up for a lot of touchdowns and yards together. That's true. Yeah, I didn't even have uh, Falk in my top like six, seven. Uh, I might have overlooked him a little bit yeah. too, but uh, so you got LT?
0: Yeah, I got, I got him tied at five. Okay. And, I mean, great stats. I mean, overall great stats. Ten years he played. Uh, I, I, great athlete, I think. And, and, and it was really tough with – I have him tied at five with another it, guy that you guys probably don't even know. He, uh, 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 he holds
1: the most single-season touchdown record with 31. He holds the most single-season rushing touchdowns with 28. You know, this guy also caught some passes out in the backfield. Yeah. He was a pretty good receiver, and he was very quick. I enjoyed watching him. I liked his running style. He would be north and south, but he was – Really, really quick in his younger yeah. days. The
0: other was, guy I had tied. Uh, where did you guys have Thurman Thomas? I didn't even have. Him. I didn't put him up I didn't there. Put him up. but and I know he was he's great. great. He, was he was great, and I, he was
1: also a very good catch, uh, receiving running back. Yeah,
0: I, I had him at uh, number five, tied with LT. And uh, the reason is because I mean his stats were great, but I mean the dude saw four Super Bowls, didn't win one. You know, and was, just, weren't they in a row? I think they four, were in, in a, a row.
2: row. They were in yeah, a row. You know yeah. what? the The thing I didn't like about lt was I don't think he was tough. playoff time there was a few games reset out. And uh, his heart was questioned. Yeah, I remember so that, that was yeah. Sydney, yeah. So that's why I, I I didn't have him in my top five.
1: But but you know uh, I read this about him. You know this uh, despite breaking his ribs toward the end of the 05 season, uh, he, he continued to, he to he play. Continued play. To play, I remember that, and finished the season with uh fourteen hundred almost fifteen hundred yards. Yeah. You know it just hey, left a
2: bad taste in my mouth because I remember that game. Rivers was Rivers yeah. was there with Lip that in. big knee brace, and this guy was just on the sideline smiling. That is true. And it just always left a bad taste in my mouth. All right. Who yeah. do you guys
0: got as honorable mentions there? And wait, Can wait, I just
2: I say something? Oh, no, Let's yeah, talk about Jim Brown here. Yes. Jim Brown, if I was older, if I was my dad's age, he'd probably be my number one. I mean, this guy was just an unbelievable running back. He had... You know, yep.
0: He only played eight 5. years. 5.2
2: yards per yeah, carry. Yeah, 5.2 yards. I mean, this guy was unbelievable. He yeah. rushed for like 12,000 yards. Like you said, he only played for eight years. Eight so.
0: years, and he had like 12,000 yards. That's, a, that's crazy. I think like Barry Sanders, this guy too. If Jim Brown exactly. played more years, he would have probably even been up there too.
2: Yeah, you know, like I said, I, you know, I'm a, he's I'm up, a, a lot I'm of people consider guy. him up there, too. A lot of people yeah. consider him yeah. number one. Yeah, number one. If you talk one. to a lot of people, yeah. they say he's number the one. the ones who
1: grew up watching him, you know. So I'm a younger guy, too, and I didn't really see Jim Brown. I read something about him that the offensive linemen today, you know, they can use their hands a lot more, and Jim Brown would have got way more yards. I kind of thought the opposite, that I think Jim – well, not I think. I know Jim Brown was really, really big in the big day. a big guy, yeah. Right, and I think nowadays some of that would be nullified – with uh, other players, the, the defensive linemen are so big and strong
2: nowadays.
0: So what's but the I'm take not sure. on why he left? Did, was he injured or he went to go to Hollywood? He went to go to
2: Hollywood, I believe. Uh, okay. You know what? My memory of Jim Brown was uh, commentating those early UFC Me fights. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't really yeah. know what the hell he was talking Wasn't about. Wasn't he in a movie yeah.
0: with Roddy Piper?
2: Yeah, he was in a, film. a lot of movies. He was in yeah. that Alien movie he or something. It was like
0: horrible acting or something. But, all right, so who did you guys have as honorable mentions at well, running back? I didn't
1: even do number five yet.
0: What's your number
2: list from one to five?
0: Oh, mine's Barry Sanders, Walter Payton, Emmitt Smith, Jim Brown, Thurman Thomas, and LT
1: tight at five.
2: Okay, how about you, Sammy? I have uh, Payton, Barry Sanders, Emmitt Smith, Marshall Falk, Jim Brown.
1: Jim Brown, okay. I put, I was going back and forth with a couple names. I was floating in Dickerson. Yeah, and Dickerson. Dickerson. Yeah, I've, I got Dickerson, yeah, Dickerson as my number but, eight. But how about curtis martin that we kind of forget no i don't Kurt- have i have earl campbell at seven yeah i have earl campbell too as a honorable mention he was devastating he yes. was awesome in his heyday but he wasn't awesome for a long long time but in his prime i think seven, you can. dude seven years he played less than all these guys yeah, he was, no, Earl Campbell was a beast. I, I used to 10, watch NFL. yards. I used to watch NFL films a lot yeah. back in the 90s, and I used to see him run over people. He sort of remind me of a Walter Payton, but bigger and stronger. Where do you guys have O.J. Simpson?
0: Uh, he's literally <laughs> at 10. I have Marcus Allen, actually, at 9. Mark. Yeah,
1: Marcus Allen was also great. He was a smooth back, Marcus Not Allen. Not just yeah. that,
0: but Marcus Allen also was like Marshall Falk. He was a great catch, uh, catch uh, running back. And I he agree. played for
1: a long time. He yeah. went to the Chiefs and still was good it in his still old was years. Good. But I have uh, Martin, number five. He you know, he played for 10 years. He's a fourth leading rusher of all time. He's a second player to start with 10 consecutive 1,000-yard seasons. Uh, he had the third most rushing uh, attempts, was 3,500, well, over 3,500. Uh, mm-hmm. This guy... He, he rushed for almost seventeen hundred yards at yeah. thirty-one years old. I mean, that's. Do you after want to know?
0: 30- you want to know why though? I don't have him up there. No, go why ahead. Twenty years he played in the league.
1: No, Wait. Curtis Martin didn't played. I find twenty, 20 I years started.
0: He started. Oh no, I'm sorry. No. He played. What is it? Eleven.
1: I saw 10. I got
0: 10, hit. 10, 10, 95 to 05. Yeah, you're right. 10 yeah. years. Well, the
2: thing with Curtis Martin is, you know, it's obviously he was underrated because he never gets mentioned as one of the great backs out there. No, he doesn't. Because he wasn't really a flashy back. No, he didn't. He was just a lunch guy. And bale, he only had hard, one Super Bowl hardhead appearance, guy. right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, with uh, the, well, he was with the Patriots, wasn't
0: I he? I think it was one? with the Patriots. That's the one
1: they lost. Yeah, ninety six. Yeah. When yeah. Parcell was their coach yeah. was uh was that uh what's that blood soul? Yeah.
2: I don't really look at Super Bowls really for Not too backs, much. Unless they had, had unless they went to like a couple Super Bowls and they had a two hundred and fifty yard game or something like that. But
1: You know, they said he he helps involves himself in a lot of charity work through the Curtis Martin uh job foundation. He helps single mothers and uh Individuals with <laughs> disabilities and <laughs> provide no. He's really. They, they, I read yeah. about him. He's a really good guy, and he's Bart yeah. Star Man of the Year in 2006. All so right. I think I like to see good role models and players in the NFL. I do. I. I think it's good for the kids. Well, yeah, they have
0: to. You're a role. The people, the kids look up to them all the time. You have to do that.
1: Yeah, but if two players are the same talent, I give the guy with a better attitude and better living the nod. That's just me. All right, wide receiver
2: um i number one i got uh you know jerry rice he
0: is uh actually on the espn uh cbs and i believe fox sports uh jerry jerry rice is rated the number one nfl player of all time out of every position
2: I'm I'm not sure if I agree with that. Uh, I I have have
0: Jerry Rice at number one wide receiver, too. You can't take that away from me. As a
2: wide receiver, yes. As an all time NFL player, I don't know.
0: They have him number one of all time.
2: Yeah,
1: I have Jerry Rice as number one wide receiver. Yeah, it's arguable. Yeah. But, I mean, hands down. I mean, you, you, I don't think you know, you're not going to get an argument from anybody about this. Yeah. I mean, three Super Bowls, 20, 20,
0: almost 23,000 yards rushing, 208 touchdowns. Yeah.
2: You know what's this, amazing about him, too? 40 years old, this guy had over 1,200 yards receiving. At 40 years old, this yeah. guy, is, you know, was a very hard worker. He
1: was on the Raiders. On the, yeah, the, he was on he the was Raiders. such a hard worker. Yeah. You know, he ran up a hill two and a half miles long almost every day. Yeah, guy, literally every day. Awesome, yeah. awesome receiver,
0: amazing catches. I mean, you can just look at highlight reel after highlight reel of what what he's done.
1: And I mean, I watched. I remember watching him his career from the beginning, basically. On he a just made
0: corners look like fools.
1: Yeah, he had great hands, great speed, speed. Yeah, he would run the routes good. He wasn't scared. He would run in there and get hit. He, he was. He was awesome to watch. All right, so
0: number two, I guess, is where we're going to start having the uh, questions.
2: For number two, I got Randy Moss. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, he was the best deep, deep ball receiver of all time. I mean, this guy was the type of guy where the corners they would say they had such a tough time guarding him yeah, because he them. was
0: slick and he would just well sl-
2: he would look he would just look at the ball at the last second. Yeah, he would just be running down the field, and when the ball was about to come, he had that uncanny ability to just turn around at the last second. And uh, this guy was a great, great athlete.
1: Yeah, I got Moss at two as well. I was going back and forth with this, but I chose Chris Carter. Oh yeah. I I think well I don't know he had great hands I, I was gonna see he had better hands than Moss maybe he, he Chris probably Carter did had the best hands yeah of all he time, probably in my did but Moss had good hands did but you have Carter in your top five I have Chris Carter at number five
0: oh, I don't have I've got him
1: at seven yeah my... Carter did well with with many different quarterbacks he didn't really have an awesome quarterback yeah he had this guy had great hands he caught for uh, twelve touchdown receptions in a single season was four players in nineteen ninety five. You you know, I just, he made a bunch of acrobatic catches, you know, one of two players to record 120-plus receptions, you know. Yeah. Let
2: let me me just say this. Sorry to cut you off, guys. I remember the year like it was yesterday. I remember the day that uh, Randy Moss was drafted. He was drafted in 1998, and he was the 21st pick. I remember the Bears, they had... The number five pick, they ended up picking Curtis Enos. And I remember, man, I'm like, man, it was Wanstead at the time. I'm like, I hope they pick up Randy Moss. I hope they pick up Randy Moss. He dropped the 21st. And the reason why he dropped the 21st, he got busted for marijuana. And they dropped him all the way to 21st. I don't think that would happen in today's game. No. I don't think he'd fall to 21st. He was such a talent. Yeah.
0: Now you'd have to take the talent and just work with him. Yeah.
2: Whereas back in the old days, I think they looked at character a little bit
1: more. See, I was gonna put Randy Moss too, and he's probably more, a little bit more talented in some ways than Chris Carter. So who do you have at three? Well, oh, wait. Let me let me talk about Ma- three. I might.
2: I have Terrell Owens.
1: Wow, man, these lists are
0: way off here. All right, so hold on. You, we we all got Jerry Rice as number one. That's not yeah, that's, arguable.
1: There. Yeah. number two i got moss sammy you got moss
2: i think i think jerry rice was the best i I think moss was the most talented receiver of all time
1: i think moss was the most talented too but i think his work ethic holds a little bit you know i think i don't know i just the guy didn't like to go in the middle i don't know i just wanted a little more toughness out of my wide receivers than Moss. you got
0: moss right sammy at two i don't think he was i don't think
1: he was the hardest worker
0: and then you got carter at two
1: i got carter too okay
0: and then at three, who do you got at three?
1: I got Terrell Owens, as I said before. Two, uh,
0: Terrell, and who do you have,
1: uh, See, I Jackman? Was, I was going back and forth between Moss and, like, either Terrell or – I'll put – okay, I'll pull Moss. So Moss at three? Yeah. I got Marvin Harrison at three. See, that's another guy who was going back and forth, Really?
0: Too. You,
2: you guys yeah. had Marvin Harrison at I high. had him
0: high, too. Yeah, 128 yeah. TDs, 14,580 yards. What did you like about him? Great receiver. Uh, I, I know he had Peyton Manning at the helm, but he was the only solid receiver in Indi- Indiana. The dude had hands of glue. He almost was Tommy Waddle-like-esque. The guy would get clobbered every time in the end zone. The guy bounced right back up. He was oh, it never injured. The guy would play with injuries all the time. He was smash Mouth. He had speed. He, I mean, he, hands down, he knew how to play the game against the corners all the time when he played against corners. He would always outsmart them. And him and Peyton were. And again, that's why I'm saying I think Peyton helped him get up on this list because they said him and Peyton together just by looking at each other and like doing certain signals like they would change the plays in the middle of a play.
1: Yeah, him and uh, Payton share a lot yeah, of records th- they together. They said there
0: were times where Payton would look at the field, and when he's running, there's certain things that Payton would do, and then all of a sudden Harrison would move his route, and then Payton would just throw.
2: You know what I didn't like about him? I mean, I really can't hold this against him because he obviously he has great numbers, and you know he did a lot of great things. he was only six foot tall, so that kind of dropped him for me. Yeah, but to be six foot tall and have those stats, yeah, stars. I more some I think that yeah. could be, you know, sometimes maybe part of the system. Like what, what, what would have uh, Peyton Manning done with uh, Randy Moss? I, uh, oh, it would have yeah. done awesome. Like I think with any like, of those guys, he like, did.
1: like like Brady did in that standout 07 season. Yeah, yeah. Moss was old at and that, and that time.
2: He was pretty, l- pretty, yeah, was a little over bit. thirty. Yeah, right. so
1: To I have at five
0: around, and then you said you got him at three.
2: Yeah, I have To at three. Uh, you know, To obviously was never really uh, the best teammate, but I mean, if you look at his numbers, he had success with three different teams: with the Forty ers with you know Dallas, with Philly. So, you know, so that showed how talented he was. I just think he had he a was, big head on his shoulders. He was talented everywhere, and you know what? He was kind of tough. Do you remember the year they went to the Super Bowl? He fractured his ankle. He had screws and plates in there, and he came back to play in the Super Bowl, and he and he I want to say he re- he got like 180 some yeah. yards receiving and I remember he wasn't him in the Eagles management they had uh you know some differences you know obviously Teal had differences with a lot of people but he pretty much said I put my life on the line for that super bowl for those guys. Yeah. He was a great athlete Teal. This great is athlete. my this
0: is my only uh, th- the thing with Teal. I think if Teal stayed in San Francisco I think his stats would have been probably killing all these guys.
2: Yeah,
1: but it's not all about stats. I agree with Sammy. Uh, this guy, he, anyways, he had great stats. His nets, Everywhere. Stats, yeah. yeah, right. Every team he went to. Yes, but uh, Terrell Owens, this guy admired Jerry Rice. That was his favorite player growing yeah. up. And they played together when uh, he came on in 96. I remember when he came on, and him and J.J. Uh, Stokes. And Stokes was supposed to be the better player, but uh, Owens was. Okay, and uh, I'm sure he trained with Jerry Rice. This guy had an outstanding workout regime. This guy would work hard. He's the oldest player to have a 200-yard receiving game at 36. Oldest player to have a touchdown reception at 78-plus yards at 36. I mean, he had at least consecutive seasons with at least four touchdown receptions from 96 to 2010, And I I think
0: he's still
2: playing. No, No, he's not. He got blackballed from the league. He wanted to play. He wanted to pick him up. No, 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 he's playing in Canada. Oh, is he? Okay, yeah. I don't
0: know. They signed him this year. Well, I heard,
2: I heard he's broke. I heard he's got a lot he's of problems. He's dead broke, yeah. and
0: he's he signed with Canada,
1: so he's still playing. This, this Owens was extremely tough. This guy would go down the middle. His hands were really good. I, I, they weren't Chris Carter-like, but who, who's are? But this guy was a threat. Once he caught the ball, I've seen him many times. Oh, after Break, the catch, yeah, yes, he was his, awesome. His, his, Yards after the catch, got to be one of the higher for uh, wide receivers. I watched this guy so many times. The Niners were always on TV. They were great when they got him. So anyways, I got him at number uh, four, and sometimes I go back and forth. Owens, uh, not Owens, uh, Moss might be more talented, but uh, I think Owens had definitely had more heart and had a much better work ethic. All right,
0: so you had you had Rice at number one. Yes. Two? I had Carter.
1: Carter. Three? You know... I I'd rather put Owens in front of in front of oh, Moss. In front of Moss, yeah. All right. and then four you put Moss. Yeah, and then who's your five? We can go with Marvin, but I'm not. I'm gonna go with Larry Fitzgerald.
2: Wow, Larry Fitzgerald. No, He's I got up. number four. I got Steve Largent. No,
0: I
1: got him at six. All right, hold on. La- Larry Fitzgerald's one of the best wide receivers I've seen. His hands, his uh, route running, his catches he makes. This guy, I wish if he had more time with uh, Kurt Warner. This guy would be putting up some monster stat, guys. I don't
2: even have Gerald uh, on top 13. Listen, guys. I'm going to tell you guys this.
0: Go ahead. What were you, what who, do you, who do you got on one? You got Jerry Rice. Top Rand- 15, I, you I said? Got, I got yeah. Jerry Rice. Randy, Randy,
2: Moss. Randy Moss. Terrell Owens. Steve Largent. Chris Carter. Number six, Michael Steve, Irvin. I got Michael Irvin at four.
0: Okay. So I've got him up there at four and again, this is an Emmett Smith type number. It's padded with the Super Bowl wins and I mean the twelve I mean again his stats are not huge, sixty five touchdowns, twelve thousand yards, but I mean three Super Bowls and I wage Super Bowls pretty huge on, on where I'm gonna rank you at. Oh. And I got Largent at six. So I got Largent right after T. O. I got T O at five and then Largent at six.
2: I had Largent at four. The reason why is number one, I, I I grew up watching him. Number two is that it was a run first league back then. And he was still able to to catch
0: uh, yeah, uh, to get over stats, thirteen
2: thousand yeah. yards. I will say this, guys: if you guys want to look strictly on stats, Calvin Johnson is going to break every record. He's going to even break Jerry Rice's record. He's got he's got ten thousand yards right now, and he's like twenty seven years old. Yep. Look out! He's going to break. And he's everything. got a
0: solid running back that's young it, that he'll be with for it, a long time. You know
2: what? Not only that, this guy's so big. Even if he loses a step, he's going to play for a long time. Yeah, if, you know he's going to break Rice's record. So I, got- I I like Fitzgerald better than uh, Megatron. I think Fitzgerald is a better pure receiver. But yes, Melton, I like it, i such a freak. So I, I, know. I got Large into six. His
1: body helps him dominate in the end zone.
0: I got Carter at seven, and then okay. I got another guy that no one said so far. Who? Isaac Bruce.
1: Yeah, he was good, he too. He was good. For the Rams. Yeah. What was that? The best show on turf? I like. Greatest I like, show on turf? Yeah, greatest show on turf. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Him and Marshall Falk together, and that's the guy I
1: have at number uh, eight. And Kurt Warner well, he could and put uh, him in there. Yeah. Yeah, Isaac. Tory Holt. Isaac Bruce, yeah, Toy Holt was Hope, another great Hope receiver. Holt was with them together. Yeah. You know, uh, Larry Fitzgerald, he's already got 846 receptions, 11,367 yards, and 87 touchdowns. And after Warner left, they didn't really have a stable quarterback.
2: It's The thing is, though, you got to understand, it's a pass-first league right now. So some of those numbers, they're a little bit inflated.
1: I agree, I agree. Yeah. Uh, but just watching them, the guy's... He's, he's got fabulous hands and coordination. He brings down
2: so many more catches, you know, hard, he makes a lot of hard catches. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's just un- unbelievable. Uh, how about Megatron? You said you're not... is No, Big- no, I like
1: Megatron, but I like Fitzgerald a little better. I think Fitzgerald's a little more fluid in his motions. Uh, you know, Megatron's bigger, you know, he's taller, he's stronger. Uh, well, I don't know if he's stronger, but he's a little taller and bigger than him. He's great in the end zone. And... I don't know. I just like Fitzgerald a little, a little bit more. I think they're close, and Megatron might surpass him. He plays with Stafford. He plays in that
2: dome. Uh, you know. Yeah. You know who I really like. Growing up as a kid, I liked Art Monk. You remember him, yeah. the receiver yeah, for the Red number Skits. eighty-one. Yeah, I really yeah. liked him. He Art was Monk a, was great too. Yeah, he was a very, very good receiver.
1: They had some good guys back then. How about the Duper Super Mark Trends? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, who did you have for the Dolphins? You had Clayton and Duper, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those two guys. So they <laughs> were a, a they really helped deadly, Marino out. Yeah, they were a deadly combination. <laughs> I don't think they were very big, too. I think no, those, they weren't big. Both of those receivers were uh, on the smaller, barely side. barely six foot. Yeah, yeah. So. um you know like i said now they're
1: looking for size they're looking for six four and six five for receivers oh now. yeah if
2: you're six foot you're in trouble i mean oh yeah not they trouble, won't even draft, draft you i don't think yeah you're not <laughs> gonna unless get you're really to really one.
1: unless like a slot possession receiver like a wes walker type
2: yeah wes walker's tough he's tough as nails oh
0: yeah he's great kentucky derby wants uh fourteen thousand dollars back from him really yeah churchill downs just announced it today why I- I don't know. I didn't read into it, but I just know. <laughs> I heard rumors that he, when he uh, was at the Kentucky Derby, I guess he was handing out uh, singles. Or no, he was handing, handing out $100 bills to people. Wow. He had like a stack of hundreds. I don't know how much it was. And he was just handing them out. And then now I heard rumors of they're asking, uh, they're asking him to pay it back. It was pretty funny. Wow. All right, we're moving into tight end because that one was hard for me, tight end.
1: They're, all, they're all hard for me. Yeah,
2: there are a lot of these. You know, you could, yeah. there's a lot of debate in this. Yeah. All right, tight end number one, Tony Gonzalez, hands down. I got Mike Ditka.
1: I got him at three because Mike Ditka was the first one of the. I think the first to introduce the blocking and uh, well, not blocking, receiving tight ends. In his rookie year, he, he did fifty six reception and a, over a thousand yards. That was unheard of for a tight end. They mostly use him for blocking for the running back. Yeah, but the, the it, what, it, what I'm and looking the first at is, is the hardest the first one is the hardest
0: Yeah. But I what I'm looking at also is you're looking at fifteen thousand yards from Tony Gonzalez. His, no, his I know, but he's, he's
1: he's he's like a big wide receiver. Yeah. I mean I mean and uh <clears throat> And Tony had success
0: with so many other teams.
1: Well, he was only on two teams. Well it, he was great on Atlanta. No, he's awesome. I got him number two. Yeah. So I'm just saying Mike Ditka was You got to be something special. It's like records for Olympics and stuff. Who
0: do you got at? So you got Ditka 1, right? Yes. Uh, And then Tony 2. Yes. And then who do you got at, too? I got Shannon Sharp at number 2. Yeah, me too. See, and that's the other guy I think people don't look at on Denver. And again, I know he had Elway, but I mean, he's got three three Super Bowls, 10,000 yards rushing or uh, receiving. The yeah, key Shannon thing there. Sharp.
2: He was a great athlete. His brother was Sterling Sharp. He came from great bloodlines and uh eight hundred and
0: fifteen catches
2: too Yeah, he was, he was unbelievable.
0: Yeah, overall I think that I th- and honestly I was having a real hard time. I almost put Shannon Sharp above Tony Gonzalez. Really? Yeah, I was really close. I was trying to uh, figure out, like, who's the better one. But, I mean, you got to give it to Tony. Tony's how old right now? Yeah, he's like 37, 38. Yeah, and he's still doing No, great. he retired this
2: year though. No, I know, but yeah. he was
1: still, like, at that age. Yeah. Yeah, he's how about Gates? Tony. How about Gates? I got Gates at number three. I got, got three. Gates at number four. I got, I got Gates, Gates at number at three. I nine. I think he had he a little better hands than Sharp. I think Sharp was a little bit more physical. Tougher runner to bring down. I was going back and forth. You can flop him because I got... Sharp right after Gates. But I think uh, Gates didn't even play uh, football in college. He played basketball. Yeah, for Kent State. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. Some, no, a lot for of Michigan, tight ends. For Eastern, there was, there was a few Michigan tight ends. University. There a few
2: tight ends in the league that played. Uh,
1: well, I, the, Gonzalez also played basketball. Yeah, they were
2: all basketball yeah. players. They were all basketball
1: players. They got the body type for the scouts. Soft told them.
2: hands. Yeah.
1: yeah. Gates has one of the best hands I've ever seen You know, for yeah. a tight
0: end. Yeah, he does. And I, I have Kellen Winslow. I have Ozzie Newsome at number three. Uh, I got Kellen at four, and I got Ozzie Newsome at five.
2: Yeah, I got I got Whitten at five. You got Whitten, yeah,
1: four. from from, uh, from from Dallas. Dallas,
2: yeah. I mean, he's not really the most talented guy, but he's but a he's sure-handed been, guy, and, and he's uh, been
1: doing it for a long
0: time. There's yeah, two exactly. guys I have on there that you guys probably forgot about: Ben Coates. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I
1: remember him. He was a yeah.
0: Patriot. Mark Bavaro. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man,
2: I like that guy. Bavaro, man. He was the bear him. to bring down yeah. the Giants. And he yeah. played for the Giants, right? He played yeah. for the yeah. Giants,
0: two Super Bowls, 5,000 yards uh, yeah. catching. I love 351, that 351, 39 touchdowns. That dude was smash mouth. And I remember in the NFC final or, or NFC uh, championship game against the Bears, remember when Bavaro killed us? Yeah, I was, Bavaro uh, was unbelievable. Yeah, he was a great tight end. Those
2: Giants teams, they were great, man. Those Forty Nine er team, the Giants, Giants the, were, Giants the were Bears tough. were up there, but it was the Niners and the Giants. They were one and two, and then you had the Bears. The yeah. Niners and Giants were kind of going back and forth.
1: Yeah, yeah, they were. They were. So who, do who do you, you guys? Okay,
0: go, go ahead. ahead. No, go. You were gonna say it.
1: <clears throat> well, who do you got? A four, three, four, or five? Okay, what do I say? Three is uh, Gates. A uh, four is Sharp, and then I got five is uh, Kellen Winslow.
0: Yeah, Kellen. I got Kellen at five two. I think. I mean, overall, Kellen Winslow, a great. I mean, he was you the could, first highlight type guy that was doing great at wide receiver at that age. I mean, he he was drafted in seventy nine and he played until he was eighty until nineteen eighty seven.
1: Yeah, he was great. He started that. Uh, I mean, I think Ditka sort of started in a way, but this guy took it a step to the further level, yeah. to the next level as a receiving tight end. He was, you know, very athletic. Let's see. There was a, I was reading about a playoff game that he played against Miami. He recorded, uh, he caught 13 passes for 166 yards. It was 1981-82 season. He played with a pinched nerve in his shoulder, dehydration, uh, severe cramps, and three stitches in his lower lip, and he kept playing the game. That's that image where they show him like two yeah. guys holding him, and yeah. he's, he's like slumped over. That's him. I'm just surprised the sun never worked out. Well, his sons are right, but he would have been better. He got in that yeah. career-ending, uh, almost a career-ending motorcycle injury. Remember that? Yeah, and he's got issues with his neck or something. Yeah, I mean, you that's know, those motorcycles, there.
0: they're... It's not good. No. All right, so tight end-wise, I mean, that's painless that we can flip through that. Uh, what's next? Kickers? You guys probably hated this one.
2: Yeah, you know what? Uh, I, I didn't make really make a list for kickers. I can go really quick. Yeah, Jack, I, I, did you I get one? Of. We could talk about it. Yeah, yeah, right. Go ahead. Num- you go yours first. Number one,
0: I got Morton Anderson.
2: Okay. Yeah, he was a beast. Then he broke the field goal record. He has
0: 13 NFL kicker records yeah. currently to this day.
2: What's the all time uh, longest kick? Was a 70 yard field goal? What is it? What's the record? Uh, no.
1: It's 64 currently by Matt Prater of the Denver Broncos, but um, I think it was Tom Densey held a 63 for a long time. It's shared by many different players. It's shared with uh, Sebastian Janikowski. Yeah. Uh,
0: Jason,
1: Jason Elam on the Broncos also hit a 63-yarder, and I believe there may be more guys who hit that. Like, yeah. maybe one more name.
2: Yeah, you got to understand, too, that Prater and the, these guys that play in the Dome. Prater plays in that mile-high area. Yeah, mile-high. So that the ball, ball goes, just goes. Yeah, it goes. yeah, it
1: goes further. Right. You I know, agree with I, that. I,
2: you know what I noticed, guys? When we were kids, I remember... When I think I know a, what you're gonna say. Yeah, when there was a 47 yard field goal, it, it was, was like, hard. It was hard. It was like, man, are these guys gonna kick it? Are they gonna miss it? I don't know. Yeah, and now, now, now you have got like, guys hitting 60s. Yeah, now you guys got now not like, 60s, not, but 47 50s. is but 47, relatively easy now. Yeah, 47 was probably like a 54 a chip, today. 47 is a chip shot. Now, now. I want to ask you guys: Is there can the football be juice or Are these guys just getting stronger?
0: I think they're just getting stronger. I think right? so too.
2: That's what I'm guessing I think too. Getting I mean, look at trip. Sebastian
0: Janikowski, dude. That guy's legs are like horse legs.
2: Oh, yeah, the guy's got. guy's huge. He, you He's know, huge. You know what's amazing about him? The Raiders actually drafted him in the first Number round. Number one, yeah. 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 Oh, the the first round. Can you believe that? Who the heck drafts <laughs> a kicker Round in the first
0: one, round? 17th <laughs> pick. And
2: hey, what's even. Almost as funny, if not funnier, as the Bears drafted Sauerbrunn in the second round, so it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. and he I mean, was a got... punter even, right? Was, yeah. he, wasn't he wasn't even a, a field goal, goal kicker. What an idiot hey, what wants a... that was. Stupid. Idiot.
1: Right. Just because uh, uh, he was on the Jimmy Johnson team, they thought all that was going to yeah. rub off.
0: All right, number two, I, I... got Adam Vientieri.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Four Super Bowls.
1: And he's Mr. Clutch. Yes. Okay, I also got Vientieri number two, and I also have Anderson number one. Gary or Morton Anderson. No, Morton. Okay, number three. I have Matt Stofer. I was going back and forth, but I have Gary Anderson as number three. All right, I got Gary Anderson as five.
0: Okay, and then number Who do you have four, as four, my favorite kicker on the list, John Carney.
1: Oh, okay. The Ram. Well, he played, he for played multiple. Yeah, teams. he played
0: for a ton of teams. Yeah. I think the last. The I last. You were we gonna
2: played. say Kevin Butler? When no. Yeah. Head, I don't yeah. even
0: have Butler on the top fourteen. <laughs> so, I mean, here is the other interesting thing to look at when I was looking at it and doing the research on this: Morton Anderson, twenty-five years in the league; Vienna Terry, eighteen years; Gary Anderson, twenty-two years. Yeah. I know. John Carney, twenty-two. Like, um,
1: it's, it's insane.
2: No, but they're kickers,
1: dude. It's diff- way different. Yeah. Dude. They yeah.
2: take a four step, and yeah. you know they kick the. ball. They kick
1: the ball, dude. It's, yeah.
0: Honorable mentions: I had Jason Elam. And then remember Jason Hansen from Detroit? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. I him. had those guys as the uh, honorable mentions as well, too. But, I mean, kickers-wise, I mean, you, you, Morton Anderson, you got to give it to him. I mean, overall field goals, I mean, he hit 565 field goals out of 709 tries. That's, like, literally an 80% uh, yeah. success.
2: You know what's interesting? A lot of these guys that you guys are naming, they played in, in domes. domes. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to see what would happen if they played in Chicago yeah, It would be hard. like Definitely. You
0: probably don't have any of those guys except for Elam.
2: No, well, veteran didn't play in the dome too much. I mean, he's like- in
1: the Colts now, but he played all those years for the Pats. Yeah, yeah, but he's on the Colts now. That helps him. All right. I, here, I had number four. I had Matt Stopher Okay, you know he's. I had a, him at three. Third most accurate kicker in the NFL. Uh, he's he's, very got good 80, he's got an eighty. He's got an eighty-four percent. That's very good. Yeah. yeah. And then I got number five is Jason Elam.
0: Yeah, Elam's solid too. I mean, sixty-three yards is his longest, and he's in eighty uh, percent or eighty-one percent. Yeah, he's uh, solid present- too. Yeah, that's good stuff there. All right. Do you want me to go through kick returners and punt returners? Because I know you guys didn't get the list. Because I had some interesting notes here. You guys yeah, might want to sure, listen to go, go ahead. All right. So, number one, no one really thought about this, but Brian Mitchell, he was the Jets, I believe.
1: No, he played Blue on the Redskins. 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 Oh,
0: there you go. Yeah. Um, was the number one, or in my opinion, number one, and a lot of other uh, analysts have him at number one. 19,000 yards, punt returning and kick returning total, 13 touchdowns total. And, and I mean, this guy was just like, I, I remember the guy playing. He, he was just quick, uh, an amazing athlete overall. Number two, I've got, obviously, Devin, Hef- Devin Hester. Devin Hester has the touchdown record currently right now too, and it's probably hopefully he he breaks it even more and keeps going twenty and even more for that. Uh, Three, I got Josh Cribbs. Four,
2: Josh Cribbs, really? He's a new guy. He's still playing.
0: Uh, He's been in the league for nine years. uh, He's got got him over
2: Deion Sanders. How about Mel
0: Gray and the Detroit? I've got Dante Metcalf. I've got Dante Hall at four. Yeah, Yeah, Eric Metcalf. Metcalf. His father also played in NFL. I've got Dante Hall at four, and then I got Desmond Howard at five. And then yeah, the six, Heisman
2: six, yeah, and then I got six
0: is Mel Gray and seven is
1: Dion.
2: Dion was Prime dangerous time. and best one of the best athletes of all time, Dion Sanders. Yeah, yeah, but the thing I is,
0: agree. he, he uh, basically punt returning, kick returning
1: wise, he's got six thousand six thousand seven hundred yards.
2: He's a full time corner. He's a full time corner specialist. They, they, yeah. they,
1: they don't want to get him hurt on. Uh, well, they did play him pretty much so yeah. there but because uh, he was so good at it. Yeah. So but like like Sammy stated, he played a full-time cornerback. He was actually the first or one of the first that I can remember so-called shutdown corners where he would take the best receiver and guard him one-on-one. Not only he that, shut him he down. was
2: probably the fastest NFL player I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, remember when he caught Don Beebe? Yeah, he caught I him from believe behind. That.
2: He caught Beebe out of yeah, nowhere. Beebe yeah. had the, the touchdown. He just came out of nowhere. To yeah. watch.
0: Don
1: Beebe was really, really fast.
0: Yeah, he was just exciting to watch. I remember every time Deion played, he always wanted to see because he was going to do something really exciting. Prime time. Yep. i watch
1: him my NFL Network
2: now? Sometimes. Yeah, 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 I
1: watch sometimes. Guys, in 94, he went to the Niners. He won a Super Bowl. Dallas wanted this guy bad. Dallas picked him up in 95, and he helped them win a Super Bowl in 95. That was when Dallas was going back and forth. They won, I think, two in a row, 92-93, and then the Niners won in 94. and I mean that's how good this guy. And this was. guy
2: was playing baseball too at yeah, the same time. for the he was Braves. Unbelievable. Yeah, and he yeah. was a good baseball. And I remember player those too. years. I
0: remember when he was in the playoffs with the Braves and he was flying back and forth. Back and forth. Like he would play baseball in the morning and then fly over to San Francisco to be amazing. In the game. That
2: just shows you the talent. A lot of people like to say, "Oh, it's hard work. It's hard work." These guys are God given talents.
0: Yeah. All right, so offensive line. I know we didn't do a lot of studying or uh, research on this, but uh, number one and two looks like it's probably going to be the same, but maybe a little bit different. I got Bruce Matthews at number one. I
2: got Munoz at one, Bruce Matthews at two.
0: Yeah, and I got Munoz at number two. I was going back and forth. Uh... Same thing, Matthews and Munoz. Yeah. So basically I'll, I'll the top two guys we have is the same. So yeah, I mean, Matthews.
1: Ma- Ma- Matthews had longevity, but I don't know who was actually better. Matthews,
0: 18 years. Yeah. Munoz, 12.
1: Yeah.
0: And then Matthews does have more, obviously, Pro Bowls, but that's probably because he also played another yeah, six played, years. he yeah. played long. And
2: Matthews, they bounced him around a little bit. He was a guard. He was a center. He isn't was his very son,
0: right. um Isn't his son just drafted, too? Oh, I'm not sure.
1: He's got a bunch of family uh playing, you know, and his father. And Clay, his Matthews, father played.
0: Clay Matthews is his nephew, I
1: yes, think. Yes,
2: yeah. Wow. Remember
1: his brother wow. Clay was for the Browns? Yeah. yeah. So
0: yeah. I think wow. I think his, his, his nephew is Clay Matthews and in, in Green Bay. And then I think he has a son that just got drafted this year. I know they got yeah. And he's a defensive lineman, I think, or something
2: unbelievable or no
0: i think he's offensive too i think he's offensive
2: great bloodlines yeah. yeah
0: yeah um i got mike webster at three
1: okay i got uh rando mcdaniel the one on the vikings yes i got him at four we've seen him a lot yes played against yeah. the bears we used to so. hate him i got him too. zimmerman
2: yeah. at three mcdaniel at four okay and then who do you got at five walter
0: jones what well, i've got will is. shields
1: okay i got woolly Rolfe. Big Willie. I remember Rolf.
0: I've got Ogden, Jonathan Ogden,
1: too, down there. Is He's on a another great player. And i got Jackie Slater on another number five. Yeah, no, this I guy played
2: for like 20 years. And let's just say about this offensive line position, we were talking about this earlier amongst ourselves, they just don't get enough credit. They don't. They really no, don't. And they're, they're such an important part of the game.
0: And that's why you see quarterbacks. Remember what uh, all these quarterbacks do when they win Super Bowls? Yeah, they give they tr- them a bonus. Yeah, like not even that, but Brady, I think bought them all Rolexes every yeah, Super Bowl they, treat they won. Them. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, they can I,
0: make or break the team. I
1: really if think so. If the offensive so. line stinks, the quarterback, even if you got the best quarterback, he's not going to be that effective. Yeah, so I think and not right
2: only that these guys they have a good attitude. They have a good attitude. Uh, you never really see them showboating. They're they're great teammates, and they play for the team, not for themselves. They do all the dirty work.
1: Yeah, right. Right. They, and they, just, they don't got the so called stats, but these guys are the ones that make the team go. Your running back, he ain't going to do good if your offensive line's good. Your quarterback, he's not going to do good if your offensive line's You know line's what?
0: The good. other thing is funny. If you look at statistics wise, too, money wise, offensive linemen make some of the most money in all of the NBA, NFL players position wise. Wow. On I mean, average.
2: I, I would say probably that left tackle was. I don't know about yeah. the other ones. But here, here's yeah, the blind side like, for yeah. the
0: quarterback. Dude, you get a son. You better put beef on him, and you're going as an offensive hey, lineman.
2: I don't think my son's going to be six <laughs> foot seven. That's the problem. Yeah, oh, yeah but These you guys can still. These guys are monsters. Six yeah. four. I mean, six four, six uh, even two. Six, you can four, still put t- beef on them. Even six, they four, four, want six, six, two today. Six. Even six, they even want more like six, 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 seven today. Six five and up probably. Yeah, even yeah, six, six three short. You you got to make them a guard or something like that, and they like those long arms too. Yeah, so they can push off that guy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so who else do you guys got as honorable mentions? That's it? Yeah, that's, I got Alan Faneca and Gene
2: Upshaw. That's uh, pretty much it for me. Yeah. Me yeah. Too. Speaking of offensive linemen, the Bears had some great offensive lines in the 80s. Yeah. Jimbo yeah. Colvert. Yeah. Jay Even during our, Yeah, and the, when we yeah, went sports, to the Super Bowl, we had a great sports. offensive line. Yeah, that, that that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I love those guys.
0: Yeah, you can't. I mean, it was, I think, offensive linemen overall, you're looking at their, their very underrated players, people that you don't ever see, and I, I really think that teams really win Super Bowls, you, you got to look at their offensive line because their offensive lines are rock stars in the front. Yeah, the
1: teams who win the Super Bowls, I guarantee you, they got a good offensive line. If they don't, they wouldn't even make it there.
2: Yeah, you're right, generally speaking. Yeah. Remember the Redskins, they had the Hogs.
1: Yeah, they had the Hogs. Yeah, they, yeah. they were all over 300, yeah. and at that, at that time it, it was unheard huge. of. Yeah. But nowadays it's common. If you're not over 300, you don't make the offensive line. Yeah, you don't. All right, so uh, that's wrapping
0: it up, guys, here uh, for Bears Talk right after the draft. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Uh, We're going to be probably coming up with another Bears Talk show closer to um, uh, camp, which starts on the 24th of July. Uh, We'll be going over defense, uh, top 10 defense there, and probably recapping just what's going on at camp, what we saw. We'll probably have some clips while we're at camp, too, uh, just going over certain things that we're seeing, Uh, but it's going to be interesting stuff, so... Uh, I, I think that's pretty much all I got. You guys got anything for closing?
2: Yeah, I just want to say I'm very excited about this bear season, and I think we can go far this year. Let's just hope that it all comes together, and I just can't wait for this year.
0: Yeah, I can't even wait for the season to start already. I told Jackman already. I'm like excited about NFL. Yeah, nothing. This...
2: Nothing. Li- sorry, to, guys. Go nothing like football on Sundays. Yeah, that cold. You know, it, it, it's it's that coffee. I I just love it. I love everything about it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This is the most excited I've been in a long time. Looking forward to the uh, start of the bear season with all these acquisitions they have made. Good draft, too, yeah. And in the, the draft and the free agencies, they're looking to go ahead. They got the horses. Looks like they got the horses to do it.
0: Yeah, hopefully. All right, guys. This is go the Bears. Chicago Tree Party. Bears. Uh, Big Nick, Mush Jackman, Sammy the Bull on the Windy City Sports Network. This is the Chicago Sports Crunch. We'll see you guys next time. I hope it doesn't snow tomorrow.